Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Um, yeah, so I'm glad we're here. Let's do this damn thing. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's hey, us again. It's us. It's your friends um, from Is This the Place podcast. We are the disgraces of your life. <laughs> um, we're... Oh man, we're trying to like sort of just for our own sanity. We we like to have fun episodes, so I hope you guys have been enjoying those. But we have been getting a lot of. I get hit up every single day by someone mm-hmm. that says, you know, dive more into this or like how how to set boundaries, right, Kendra? Yeah. <laughs> like, so it sounds like people need help, and also we're just kind of we've had I've had a really fucking hard week. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you have two. We haven't talked. We save our talking for this podcast. I hope you're all fucking happy. Yeah, because it's really hard not to be like, this bitch. <laughs> I mean, I guess we could do it. But I always, because of the ADHD, I always feel like if I've talked to you about it, I've talked about it on the podcast. And I don't exactly. want to be redundant. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. so you're welcome, everybody. Yeah, you're welcome. You get the real juice here. <laughs> the goss. Don't start. Cha- don't change the name now. <laughs> oh the goss well, I don't oh, know the, the fuck I'm talking about <laughs> um, you're the one who started that I didn't start using the word goss until this podcast and you're to blame oh well, I love you for it <laughs> so what's been going on with you Ugh. well started my week off with just tweeting into the universe hoping everyone would get the message but I said telling everyone I'm overwhelmed and they reply remember to breathe it isn't helping because I just need breathing room. Like you telling me to breathe, like it's come from my mom. It's come from my friends. Like it sounds helpful, but oh, it's just like. Oh, you sent me a text today. Was it today that said having a relationship with my mom? Oh, or was it just, uh, it was your, no, it was a story. Yeah. That's a story. <laughs> How, being friends with, or trying to have a relationship with my mom is so exhausting. Yes. It's not worth it. Right? No. <laughs> so continue. Sorry. <sighs> so I just need no one no one held out a hand no I was just like I just need a breathing room and I guess that was a gift because nobody reached out to me after that but it was also <laughs> on Twitter nobody follows me there I'm, yeah, I'm not on Twitter I'm sorry <laughs> people if I would put that on Instagram which I did this morning I just put out a shout out and people responded thank you everybody that was so yeah. nice yeah and then you're like we need to do a boundaries episode and I'm like I don't want to do it and then I'm like actually I'm so pissed off we need to do one like I am so angry and hurt and yeah. sad and I'm sure my mom's loving hearing all that yeah because it's like uh, okay what minute is it um two minutes okay <laughs> what I don't want to cry sorry I love when you cry <laughs> so vulnerable, pretty funny. <laughs> I know I just I'm like jealous I wish I was able to be that vulnerable can you hear my toilet running above me? <laughs> now that you said it, yes, I think it's the dishwasher. <laughs> whatever, I got my dryer going. I don't give a shit. This is the only place in my basement that has a plug, so I have to be here. Just so you know, I'm not purposely like podcasting next to the furnace. It's not fun for me. Um. Anyway. Um. It's fun for you. It's like it, very home alone. <laughs> it fucking sucks that they get the satisfaction of knowing we're in pain. 
okay. So I had this conversation with Micaiah mm-hmm. because on Monday I posted something on Instagram that said, I feel really suicidal and I have for about five days. Yeah. Um, we were all here. <laughs> we were all here for it. And uh, I, d- I posted it for a couple of reasons. A, I'd already talked to like my people, like people who knew, knew, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but even that m- morning, like I was kind of just trying to be tough because we we get so much outpouring of how courageous and badass we are. And we are. But my family makes me suicidal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let me just put it there. I obviously had a delayed reaction to my mom calling me a disgrace. I hate. And like, why do I care what she thinks? She's not a person that I care about. Right. But she is my mother. And she knows that. She fucking knows that. Um, but I was talking to Micaiah because I texted him and I was like, hey, man, I'm not doing good. And he's like, we're going out to dinner tonight. Just he's like, we're going out to dinner tonight, you little bitch. Like, we're doing it. Like, he like was joking uh-huh. about it. But like, he was like, he like was like, hey, I'm here for you because he's great. And you were like uh-huh. that, too. <laughs> um but, you know, Micaiah is like my boy. Like we right. talk about like, you it's know, fine. We Plus have, like, you don't want to go to dinner with me because you have to save all this juice. Right. Uh, <laughs> goss for the podcast. But he's uh, he's like a published author. I don't know what his writing name is. He won't tell me. He's mm. an asshole. Cute. But um, <laughs> this guy yeah. is like my crush for you, actually. So. <laughs> no, he's. Yeah. A lot of people have been like, uh, you and Micaiah. And I'm like, and I told him that. <laughs> and now the big joke is that we're getting married. We, every time we talk, I'm like, we get married today? And he's like, maybe we should. <laughs> I'm showing up. You just let me know. Drop a pin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I'm like, let's go to Wendover. Um, I'm going there, too. <laughs> but he's Pick up like... groceries. <laughs> Picking up groceries. <laughs> My night groceries. Yep. Um, but he goes, uh, I was like frantic. So um, we're sitting at sushi. It was actually pretty funny because I was just like, I just feel so out of control. And mm-hmm. I th- he like was like, I, he's like, I need you to go further. He's like, tell me exactly how you feel. Because I don't think if he, I don't know, think he knew if I meant out of control, like I can't control my emotions. So I'm going to kill myself or something else, which I did mean something right. else. Right. But Makai is really good at making me Define. articulate how I feel. Yeah. Which I really like about him. Um, but I was like, here's how I feel. I'm like, this is the only way I can describe it because I'm visual. I go back to, so my mom's house I've described before has a huge kitchen mm-hmm. and huge windows. So during the day, it's so bright in there. But you can sit with the sunset and it goes from light to dark very quickly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. with the sunshine coming in, it's nice to have the fluorescent light on because it kind of gives like different lights you know yeah. but if only the fluorescent lights on and the sun goes down and you sit at the counter which i've done before just sad yeah and i like i feel like i'm sitting in my mom's kitchen with just the fluorescent lights on mm-hmm. and that's the only light in the house and i feel so alone but i'm also so grateful that there's no chaos there because yeah. everyone's gone and i'm like and i'm literally hungry and i'm hungry for some unconditional love like i'm just hungry <laughs> and i'm crying at this point and the waitress walks by. She's like, "Your food's almost ready." She's <laughs> like, "I heard you were hungry, and now I you're heard crying. you're hungry, and you're crying, <laughs> and you're fat." <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> but Micaiah was like, and it's nice when Micaiah tells me like he always is like, "That's such an elephant's full of sentence." I'm gonna go home and write it down. And I'm like, "You're like, you have an eagle. You're an English major. What do you mean?" <laughs> so he likes to pump me up like that. But it's like. I feel like I'm 14 again. Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. hard what's hard about that is when we were 14, we were out of control. 
because we were had all these people who thrived on controlling us but were also who were so out of control that you had to be the stability for them for the dogs for the, the siblings <laughs> you know <laughs> And, you know, for the lawn, he had to water the lawn. Just kidding. My mom always waters the lawn. But um, uh. it's just it's just like you feel like if, if I could do this differently, ev- there would be so- it would be different. <sighs> and I am out here doing it differently. Yep. But yeah, we are. I have these moments <laughs> that hit me like because I went to my brother's house on like Saturday. Yeah. And I was it Friday. I think it was Friday. And. Yeah. He said, uh, yeah, uh, Zach's mad at you because you called him a rapist. <sighs> what? And I was like, what? <laughs> when? When? Uh, yeah, I've listened to that episode so many times and I hate listening to that episode because it's a hard fucking episode. It's a great episode. It's fucking hard to listen to. But it's hard to listen to for everyone. Like, I was talking to my sister about it today and she's like, it's a hard, she's like, I'm in a lot of those stories, Bob. It's hard. Yeah. But she's also like, it's. We, we all good. are in a lot of those yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so um, I was like, what? And then instead of thinking, oh, Jake's getting his info from my mom, I automatically was mad at Zach. Oh. Which pisses me right? off. I'm mad at myself for doing that. Because, like, well, if, it, that's after, like, after, the, like, that's like, a the day, program, right? Yeah. But, like, I was pissed at Zach. I poured myself a big old vodka drink at Jake's. I was supposed to go to dinner with Micaiah. I came home and fell asleep instead. I was four hours late for dinner, which I'm, when you're friends with me, it's scary when I'm not answering. Right. Which we, we had a whole yeah, episode I know, together. I know. <laughs> I know. And I'm sorry. It's okay. And like, Micaiah gets it too. But like, We're just I, glad that you're alive at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's not fair. And like, that's, I said that in that story. It's like, this is why I don't, I'm not always open about it. Cause I am so open about it that when I'm like, I'm going through a hard time. Like I've attempted to kill myself before, but you know, like mm. more than once. So like, People don't want me to die. Okay. I get it. I'm popular. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I, I it, between, like, the, my whole mom's reaction, like, what you said to me made was really poignant. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um, when my mom got her hysterectomy out and Jake came home drunk and she just said, I'm disappointed in you, Jake, and she walked back upstairs and you said maybe she was so drugged out and so much pain that her initial reaction was numbed mm-hmm. her initial violent reaction yep and i think about like her first three emails that she sent and how crazy she was and like that was her initial reaction mm-hmm. because it's like par for the course for her <laughs> it's par for the course and she's a spoiled brat like my grandma called me today and i'm like i know she's calling because my mom called in a hit in a th- tizzy but i'm like mm-hmm. if she brings it up and we like quit humoring your spoiled children oh quit God. it quit it bobby quit quit <laughs> singing my song <laughs> <laughs> because but like the thing that's crazy too and i'm all over the place here and this is actually what started the no you're fine with my sister is my grandma called me today and i knew she was going to call me today i knew it two hours before she called me that she was going to call me mm-hmm. I'm like, you I'm could gonna feel he- it i'm like i'm gonna hear from fucking grandma today and i've learned and this is so sad to say that if I answer the phone and I'm happy, my grandma will stay on the phone with me until I'm either stressed or pissed. Yep. Holy f- shit. Why is that? I don't know. Why is that bored? the. Yeah. Like, I think she. My mom will tell me incremental bullshits until I'm furious. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't answer her phone calls because it's all about 
what buttons can I push to ruin her day? Because continue, because we're going to get to it. Well, right. So like I didn't, I was at work, so I didn't answer and I called her back and I was so pissed when I left work because work was a shit show. Mm -hmm. It always is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, she goes, my grandpa answered. He's like, hello. And I'm like, hey, is grandma there? And my grandma got on and she was like, hi, my grandma didn't say bye to me. Okay. He sat and listened on the phone silently while my my grandma asked me, are you working full time, Bobby? And I wanted to be like, Grandma, aside from the pandemic and that one time when I worked for you, because you said you're going to be full time work in the winter and then you cut me off so I can only can make my car payment. That's the only time I've worked full time in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like suck my dick. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, yeah, Grandma, I have three jobs. And she's like, oh, well, are you making any money? I'm like, no, that's why I have three jobs. <laughs> <laughs> and why like, do you think we work ourselves to death for it. fun? Well, they do. So I'm like, and my sister was like, why is it always about work? But anyways, once my grandpa heard that I had three jobs, he hung up the phone again without saying goodbye. But um, I was just pissed at my sister. And I was just like, you know, I said the thing where I was like, you have to, I'm like, when when grandma calls now, I'm just pissed or I'm upset. Even if it's, I'm putting on a show, I'll just act like I'm pissed. So she won't have to do any of her work to get me pissed. Right. (laughs) You know? And um, my sister's like, that really is exactly it. She's like, I love our family, but why? Why are why? we like this? But, like, also, why do we love our family? Well, and that's okay. Exactly. And I had that question with Micaiah because his whole family's dead. <laughs> and he goes, Bob, why do you care? And I'm like, because they're my blood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's true. He's like, you're always going to care. He's like, it sucks. And um, I'm like, and I feel even bad talking to you about this because your mom's dead. And your dad's dead and your sister's dead. And I'm like, but Micaiah, and he's like, and he's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm like, but if your mom was alive right now, he's like, I don't think I'd be talking to her, Bobby. Really? He's like, she was an alcoholic most of my life. <laughs> he's like, she was very toxic. We weren't talking when she died. He's like, so he's like, I totally get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and of course I can romanticize my mom all day long because she's right. dead. We don't, like, but, don't we all? <laughs> but he's like day to day and not not so sure, you know. Mm-hmm. Like obviously th- there was some issues there, and it's like exactly like. And I love that he gets that, and I, I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for him. Um, thank you, Micaiah. Thank you, Micaiah. But yeah, so uh, real, I'm really grateful for him. I bought dinner and I thought he was gonna kill me. Like he had murder on his face. You're like, that's that's just more suicide ideation, Bobby. You were testing fate there. No, no, no. Like, because uh, he was like, I'm buying dinner. It's his birthday on tomorrow, I think, or oh, on, yeah. on Friday. And I'm like, no, bitch. So like, but I had to like go find the waitress and give her my card before we even got our food. Right. I was like, I'm pay- paying for this. But um, I I told her, I'm like, yeah, I think we're good for the check. And she walked away and I said, okay, she's going to bring the check back. And I will have already paid. And I need to not make a scene. <laughs> and he's like, you did what? <laughs> I said, don't make a scene. <laughs> and I'm like, get it out now. Get it out now. <laughs> I'm like, it's my turn. He's like, fine, Bob, but this is bullshit. <laughs> um, but yeah, he did ask that question. Like, why do we care? And it's like, I have gone so long in my mm. life where I didn't care. And then you forget. And then you test the waters again. And then it feels almost like you're back at square one, but you're not. Uh-huh. But um, my sister agreed with that, and then um, she, she said she said a lot of great things. I'm gonna just read you some text. Um, cool. I was just like, uh, she said that she said that like my mom and her brothers just 
can't sit still. They like to make up scenarios and drive, drive themselves crazy with all the negativity. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's probably because they were raised by their mother, you know, yep. <laughs> who always it's has to have a, it's that. It's a pattern. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, like how mom sat in her house and came up with a whole scenario that we hatched a plan to destroy her with my fucking podcast. Yep. I'm like, like, I'm so annoyed that she blamed you off. Like, I talked to my sister and I'm like, and also that she didn't give me credit. Like, bitch, I've been working on that <laughs> shit for almost a year. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm like stress eating little Caesars. <laughs> and then she goes, um, oh, and I said, I was like so much for progress. And she's like, sorry, sister. She's like, you're more than enough working or not working. You are a whole person with lots of to give. Um, she's, she's like, I love you. And I wish I was eating little Caesars too. <laughs> and then, um, she said that mom apologized to me for sending that e- email. She said that she sent it because before she had that epiphany memory about her situation and my sister was like, this is why I can't have a relationship with you because <coughs> if this is how she's going to continue to operate, she's like, I told mm-hmm. her that the biggest problem in our family is how mean we are to each other and that someone is always running behind someone else's back and talking crap on them. She's like, I told her I would don't keep friends who act like that. So why would I want family like that? Mm-hmm. She asked if we could all just wipe the slate clean and start over. I told her I don't see any other way to do it because we've all hurt each other bad. And we would have to just do one collective forgiveness in order to move forward. I haven't talked to her again over a week, so I don't know if she's thinking about. <laughs> she's like, I also told her that she thinks all she loves all of us to fight. She yeah. said she doesn't. I don't know. It's all so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, she's not going to change. She's proven that. And I'm like, she and I would talk sporadically before we released the pod. And I knew her reaction to the pod would be the true indicator if she's grown or not. Mm-hmm. And then I said what you said about how, you know, mom's first reaction is to be violent. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, she loves it. Jake said that Zach's mad at me because I said he was a rapist, which I didn't. And I was mad at him. And I'm like, and I never know. And if Zach would quit being such a stubborn ass, I could talk to him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm getting most of my info from his friends. And they just tell us that we're being stubborn assholes. And they're right. and uh she said that when she told zach she just remembered what happened to her with the guy he said what mom why didn't you ever tell us you let a rapist live in in the house you have to call and tell aubrey and bobby this is what zach's saying i'm never Mm -hmm. talking about the aubrey bobby dad thing again everyone is just trying to survive that's what zach said and she ob was like i was surprised to hear he said that i also cried and said why does it take you your you mom saying something happened to you for me to finally be believed yes that still breaks my heart yes (laughs) she said there was a time when i wasn't always truthful so she didn't know what to believe which kills my ass because she's one of the most untruthful people out there right or she only gives the info that helps her right Mm -hmm. my my sister was nailing it whose mom are you talking about whose mom (laughs) are you talking about both our moms um yeah, but she's, I mean, we all are still sitting here hopeful. And then eventually she's like, I just wouldn't worry about Zach thinking you called him a rapist. She's like, you didn't. I didn't hear it. And uh, she's just like, we all need to stop relaying messages through a third party. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I said, yeah, you're right. We don't, we don't do rules in our family. Um, I'm like, Jake said he doesn't listen to the pod because he knows it'll just make piss him off. <laughs> I'm like, obviously, mom is his source. Yeah. And she said, I love your podcast. I'll admit that. I'll admit, though, that it's hard for me to listen to sometimes and I have to take big breaks. Yeah. Even though it's so freeing to hear something said out loud, it's also somewhat painful and sad that our family is on blast for the yeah. whole world to see and hear. 
And it's also hard when I want to add my perspective because I don't see some, see sam- some things the same as you. Sure. But then I remember the whole, p- that's the whole point yeah. of your podcast. It's your podcast and your feelings. So I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Aubrey, we know that you have a different perspective. And yeah. Like, and I, I told her so that too. I'm like, we have all of our, <laughs> I'm like, we have all of our guests planned through the, the, the year. I'm like, what well, we do want you on. And she already said that she kind of wanted to collect her thoughts before she came on. For sure. That's what but my we brother want her said on. too. Yeah. <clears throat> And also so many people have come to us and been like, I'm in such a similar situation or that's mm-hmm. different, but I totally get it. Like um, setting, ba- setting boundaries for your family is, yeah. has been so stigmatized. Yes. Can we talk about that? Yeah. Wait, Be- sure. Can I uh, g- gather some thoughts too? Yeah, of course. Um, for me, a lot of the past year and a half, two years, uh, God damn it has been about roots, finding my roots. I've been trying to, um, God, sorry. It's okay. Remember, did you put a post-it over the uh, stop record? Yeah, nope, yep. I'm not even on that page anymore. I'm proud of you. Um, (laughs) Every time I go to Richfield, I think, Oh, remember when I lived here and the things that were good were good. Maybe my roots are here. Or maybe I spend 24 hours on Ancestry.com building my entire Mexican side of my family's well, tree I just, because I, I want inter- roots. Can I interrupt you just for a second? Uh-huh. Micaiah said, why do you keep going down there and subjecting yourself to that? And I'm like, because I'm from Panguage. And when I go down there, I don't even see my family. I'm right. Like, they just hear that I'm there or see my Instagram stories. Yeah. I'm like... Richfield is still I still have I still have people there my mom I can't help that my mom lives there I am from Richfield that's where yeah. I fucking was born and raised yeah and I have run away from that for over a decade and I'm tired of running yes. <laughs> so it's like I should be able to go home <clears throat> and th- to the place where I grew up where I ran around barefoot I should yeah. be able to do that yeah and it's too bad my mom lives there and can't handle me being there <laughs> that's not my problem it's hers um yeah, because I love, um, I love the idea, right? Because, like, the reason why I'm like trying to reconnect to my dad, I want to find my roots. I thought maybe processing my trauma with my mom would help. That's me trying to find more roots, like. And so I go home to Richfield, and for a long time, like you said, for a decade and a half, I've been triggered because there's so many um, traumatic things that happened. But this podcast and talking about it has helped me feel healing and so when I go home now I'm like I like it here and so I think maybe this is where my roots are but it's not that that is a point too is because like I said that to my mom I'm like do you even listen to our fucking podcast right like this is good for us it's good for all the people like legitimately every single day I have at least one message from someone else saying yes love your podcast thank you for doing this like you know, people want to come on. Like I've had two requests today to come on. Yeah. <laughs> Got to like, go to the link guys. <laughs> yeah. Go sign up. <clears throat> um, but like, I'm not out here trying to destroy my family. My family has yeah. been destroyed yeah. my whole life. Yeah. I'm out here trying to pick <laughs> myself up. I'm just telling you that it's destroyed guys. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. I'm just <clears throat> giving you my story. Um, so, okay. A little background on my mom. <laughs> She's my mom, but skinnier. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> she just no, only posts off my mom. Oh, <laughs> yes, she is. Just kidding. She only yes, posts. We can. She only posts the skinny pictures of her on Instagram. 
we all know it. Um, <laughs> things I just have a list of things that my mom does to annoy me. Okay, just just the background. Okay. Number one touches me. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I hate it. I just said any touch is unwelcome. My it makes my skin crawl. Crawl. Like, I crawl. cannot Ugh, take. Yep. Uh-huh. Even if it's a comforting touch or a hug or it's just like, I just can't touch it and or be there. And it's I because. I be touched by a stranger that I'm waiting table. Yes. Yes. My own mother. And honestly, it, get, it takes a lot for me to give permission to people to hug. Or, you know what I mean? Like, people like strangers. Hugs I, I could totally that. hug. <laughs> yes. But my mom, no, please don't touch. And if I receive unwanted touch, I've received unwanted touch from my dad. Mm-hmm. I've received unwanted touch from other people. I just, it just ruins it for me. So sorry. Yeah. Can't. Um, where did the abuse come from? My mom. So that don't right. touch me. Don't touch me, please. Um, yeah. Other things. She comments on all my shit on Facebook multiple times. It's like oh, she's Oh, my peeing. mom would do that too on social media. Like, <laughs> yes. Can I just have something of my own, please? It's like she's peeing all over my space. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you said something? Well, let me just pee on it a little. Oh, go away. Uh, takes any situation and makes her the victim. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. And then calls my grandparents or my husband to find out if I'm there because I'm not answering her calls. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 She one time was like, I lost Spencer's number. Give it to me. And you're like, nope. nope Didn't nope, respond. Nope. I lost Spencer's <laughs> number. Give it to me. This and was weeks. she called Spencer. This was weeks. And then suddenly she calls Spencer. I call my grandpa. Did you give Spencer's number to my mom? Yeah. She was asking for it. Then you should have said no. Yeah. There's a reason she asked me for it. <clears throat> Anyway, so it's, this I mean, weekend, it, you know, it's, it's hard too though because like it's awkward. It puts everyone in an awkward position. But it's yes, like, you raise this bitch, man. Like, yes. there's a reason why I can't talk to her. You talk to her about why I can't talk to her because you obviously haven't yet in her lifetime. Ugh. <laughs> <clears throat> so a while weekend. ago, she told me she. So like we've been talking a little bit about like how she's doing better, right? Mm-hmm. Well, like always, Bobby, <laughs> you were right. I told you. Sorry, I know. It's I know. A, I didn't want to, I didn't want I it to be so. true either, but like, <laughs> why the hell? So um, we've been working on this for two and a half years, mm-hmm. maybe two years. Um, but this this thing where I'm trying to make her accountable for the abuse that she's put her children through. And they are too. They've like put in hard boundaries with her. And so a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever, she, maybe a month, don't know, pandemic time, it's all a blur. <laughs> yeah, whatever. One time in the, pa- in the past one to five years. Right. <laughs> Zero to five years. Yes. Um, she said, uh, why don't my kids talk to me? I need oh, my, my kids. I want my kids to talk to me. Kids. Yes. And I like, t- why don't you guys talk to me? What, do I, what did I do? How can I make this right? <laughs> she says, uh, I told her. Let me, I have to, I wrote it down so I did, got it right. Okay. Uh, she said she. Because I'll nitpick that one little detail you got wrong. <laughs> I told her. That she needed to give them the space to tell her why they're mad and that she needed to be honest and own up and be responsible for her part in their childhood trauma. That's what I said. Good. Uh, I said, leave the door open. Straightforward. Yeah. Just, just one time, leave the door open when they're ready. They'll come. She keeps fucking hounding them. She's like Mm -hmm. every day. Josh, when are you going to come over? Josh, when are you going to come over? My sister was in town for three weeks. She went over to her house to my grandparents' house, cornered her and said, I need you to write down everything that you have a problem with me. Which color of notebook would you like? I'm like, did you just take what Dumb. I said and ramp up the ampage? Like 50,000? Oh, sure she's like, Kendra said. Right, exactly. Well, this weekend, my grandma told me, told me, 
telled tailed me. I'm getting pissed. <laughs> you can tell she's getting way more Southern Utah by the, by the moment. <laughs> by the way, said, is my microphone going blah, 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 right now? No. <laughs> okay, because I, I got like a whole new mic and a stand and everything. And I'm still trying to figure it out. It's all good. I haven't heard you fall down one time. Okay, good. I haven't I been I, worried I about you falling. Figure, I think I finally got it figured out, guys. It cool. only took two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of tears. <sighs> my grandma tells me. This is this is one of the foundational things. Like it's my grandma tells me yep. that mm-hmm. this weekend, she said, "My mom said all my kids want to do is tell me all the bad things I did to them the and why I'm such a bad mom." Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. My mom's voice. All right, why are you talking mm-hmm. about my mom, Kendra? <laughs> <laughs> They're the same. <laughs> When I told her we opened, my mom hasn't awesome. brought up your mom. That's how I know they know each other. Exactly. Oh my god. No, because my mom doesn't know about this podcast. Otherwise, she would just like. No, but my mom does. She would She's unalive like... herself. <laughs> she would. She doesn't give a shit. <sighs> so I'm telling her, be open, honest, allow them space, and she's just making herself the victim again. That's what she knows, right? See, this is the problem. And honestly, with boundaries, this is this is something you you got to understand. For all those people out there who need help. You can lead a horse to water, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom and I can have a relationship if she did work on herself. If she put in half the effort uh, to put work on herself that I'd have on my, to me, like mm-hmm. true, honest effort and apologized and, you know, been like, yeah, I was a fucker. Like, not, yes, sorry, but, if you know, just straight yeah. up like, sorry, I was like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm not saying that I'm this <clears throat> god. I'm not. I would like to grow with my mother. But right. the fact of the matter is she just hasn't grown. Right. She, all right. she's doing is remaining in victim mode. Right. And learned better ways to manipulate by using different yes. kinds of words. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like in my mom's case, she's teaching my little sister exactly how to work it. And I'm like, it is getting annoying. It is getting hurtful. It is. I'm getting done. I'm getting tired. Yeah. Like it's exhausting. Um, I posted a Facebook video. I've deactivated my Facebook today. This is, I'm, I'm just done. A round of applause for Kendra, everybody. <laughs> oh, everybody, don't worry. Everybody's clapping. Clap if you're listening. I will, I will relapse. <laughs> oh, I know you will, but, the, you know, the first cut's the deepest. <laughs> Baby, I know. <laughs> um, I posted a video, and this is why my mom wasn't really talking to me, because she didn't comment on it, and she's commented <laughs> on everything, right? I love that um, you know how much trouble you're in by how much, like, how how inactive you guys are on social media. That's another reason why I deleted Facebook. <laughs> people knew and I was fighting with my sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> like when there was a family drama going on, they knew <laughs> just because we weren't commenting uh, on each other's shit. I did. I, my sister's pissed at me for posting about RBG and like I t- pissed at her <gasps> for dirty deleting. Can I pause and give you the best breaking <clears throat> no- news real quick? Yeah. Britney Spears's father suspended from conservatorship. Round of applause for Britney. Yeah. Thank you. Good job, Britney. Oh my God. What happened? Um, I posted a video on my Instagram and the video just had this girl that said, I feel like my mom being nice to me in my twenties is just another way for her to gaslight me. To fiend you in your thirties. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And then the, u- this user named the situational therapist replied to that video and said, this is long. So. Okay. That's fine. I just said you a whole text that started with me and my sister. <laughs> As a family therapist, I have seen this a lot during the pandemic where parents are having these, oh my God, I can't believe I used to raise my child that way. What was I thinking? And then we have parents who come to that same realization because during coronavirus, they realize, 
I don't have an, he says, I don't have no end of life care. My children are my retirement plan. And sometimes your parents and my children want you, <laughs> want you to hurry up and forgive them. Because if you don't, they don't even know what you plan to do. Like, are you even going to take care of someone you don't want around? I think so, there's also fear there. Because, like, when I went and got, took care of my mom for her gallbladder surgery, I saw actual fear in her eyes. Because mm-hmm. when she took care of me with mine, three hours after I got home from the hospital, she made me deep clean my room while she stood over me screaming mm-hmm. and threatening violence. Mm-hmm. So she was like, she's going to do the same thing to me. And she even mentioned it because she wanted to go back to the hospital. And I was like, I'm not taking you back. You're fine. She's like, are you just treating me bad because I treated you bad? She knew it. Mm-hmm. So this is, I think this is part of where your mom is probably thinking, like, most people, people parents are probably thinking right now, like, I did a lot of fucked up shit to my kids that I refuse to acknowledge. <laughs> they're either not going to take care of me or they're not going to take care of me well. They're going to yeah. do just as good a job as I did. Yeah. And that scares the hell out of them. So this guy s- finishes and says, um, so I talk about this in my class on setting boundaries because parents will often try to guilt you into compassion. And a parent that's truly changed won't do that. If you don't know the difference, you'll get caught every single time. So that kind of is what sparked this like boundaries part two episode two is because like I want to talk about there's a lot of things that sparked this episode (laughs) yeah you know it was just all tinder in the fire um (laughs) how to set boundaries and like what that looks like right right okay should I go into these definitions and start start that official part and then we can just interject and cry well (laughs) the reason why these definitions are important is because there's a certain frustration that lies in being the youngest. Cause I, I feel this with my the two older generations and even sometimes with my siblings, my siblings have come leaps and bounds. I got to give them credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. But, um, I get treated like I need to be the most responsible person in the room. And also like I'm the, the biggest child in the room mm-hmm. simultaneously. <coughs> and there is nothing more frustrating than that, especially when you're trying to reason with a reason with a childish adult. Yes. So go into the definition. Okay, so the first definition is infantilization. And I believe that this is a very big part of Mormon culture. Um, so let's talk about it. Definition. I want to know why you think it is, because you mentioned it like in the yeah. comments, and I was like, all right, I can't wait for her to tell yeah. me why. <laughs> um, so all of my sources on these is the internet, so it's Google. fine. Uh, definition, infantilization is the prolonged treatment of one who has a mental capacity greater than that of a child as though they are a child. Infantilization may also refer to a process when a child is being treated in a manner appropriate only for younger children. Uh, Mormonism. Right. So (laughs) more, the base of Mormonism is I am a child of God. And even adults Mm. are singing, I am a child of God. There's also this part where, like, God's ways are higher than our ways, and so we don't understand, we cannot comprehend. And we, like, need to be obedient at all times. And there's mm-hmm. a certain part in your adulthood where you're like, I mean, you've all seen that meme where it's like, you can eat a cake for dinner, there's literally no one stopping you, you're an adult now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we all eat to have that. Do what you want. Yes. Yeah. I think Mormonism as a culture, and that's that's important, is because even if you're not a part of Mormonism, you're around this base of Mormonism here and uh, so it it often leaks into every part so i think yeah, it in- i feel like miracle Il- illustrated that pretty yeah. good you know like, yeah and we were gonna have more conversations with people raised in utah that weren't mormon um 
but like she said it was harder to be non-mormon than a bl- the only black person in, in yeah. a small town in utah are you serious <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> when she's like, like the oh, only what? one <laughs> um Mormonism infantilizes it um, adults and I think it's on purpose because I think it makes it so the adult will continually seek guidance on everything and so they're constantly relying on their parents' opinions or the bishop's opinions yes, or the the prophet's opinions Um, but it also encourages (laughs) exactly (laughs) it also encourages a culture where adults establish little or poor boundaries with parents um, who will make their opinions known on trivial things on the adult's life and Just causes this too. child, yep, childlike guilt whenever we want to practice our autonomy in adultery. And it is that way by design. Um, when you try to set boundaries with a parent in a culture that is programming people to be infantilized, you seem like the bad guy. You are not the bad guy. Right. You know, we've, we've said this before, um, take out the fact that it's my mom or my family member and just say it's a normal person on the street just like my sister said like i don't i don't put up with the shit from my friends yeah why would i put it up for my mom you're my fucking yeah. mom <laughs> like what yeah and it's like i wouldn't talk to an old man who only wanted to would what doesn't say goodbye to me that just hangs up the phone i wouldn't i wouldn't talk to my grandpa i would not mm-hmm. you know like there's all this shit around it and then like people have so many goddamn opinions about whether or not you're talking to your mom yes in the culture which is interesting because i think someone at work listened to the whole podcast and then is telling people (laughs) (laughs) because i've had two just very random interactions that are like okay (laughs) they know something all right the The, cat's out of the bag yeah yeah, yeah. and today was one of them and it's uh, she's i think she's filipino her name's sue but she's like 45 and she was like so uh we were just like cleaning like menus or something and so so suddenly the childhood got brought up and Mm -hmm. she just kept asking me like questions like leading Mm. questions i'm like oh my god someone knows about the podcast but uh (laughs) she was just like she was like i'm so sorry that you're you had like she was like well what's what's up with the like she's like and someone asked me if i had kids and i'm like no she's like why i'm like i had a traumatic childhood i don't want them Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be a mom. And uh, we kind of got, instead of being like, your mom did Leaving the best she down. could or whatever, you know. Right. Like, Sue was like, I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I was like, well, that's a change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, sorry, you don't have a good mom. That sucks. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> culture shock. Hello. <laughs> mm, I also think that that's like par for the fucking course with a lot of our um generation she had to leave her country to get away from her mother right <laughs> well and like i think while we are in this culture of infantilization i think our our okay so our parents were latchkey kids right and then so they never got yes like no like yeah they, had, they their, their mom was like they were their, the body was there but the mind wasn't right 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 well, I think a lot of our generation of kids have been parentified as well. So we're at a weird intersection of people our age being more responsible than our parents because they've been the child in the situation. Their whole life, like they're not willing to get out of the child. Right. Well, maybe they're just not, maybe it's not even a, like, it's like they like it. <laughs> 
Honestly. Yeah, uh, narcissists like, would like that, wouldn't they? At, like, Donald Trump, look at the tantrums our president has been thro- throwing. And I'm like, I've seen so many people in his age group act this way. Yes. Like, throwing a fit. Like, he may as well be on the ground, like, kicking and screaming. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, like, pretty much that. That's the tantrum that he's throwing. And I've seen my mom and her parent, like, her dad and mm-hmm. her brothers mm-hmm. all throw similar tantrums where it's just, like, you are a child. Stop it. Quit being like a quit being a brat. Just shut up. I couldn't <laughs> act like that at any age. Why are you well, acting like this at sixty? Right. Well, are we? Have we been taught in this culture emotional maturity, emotional intelligence? No. Well, yeah, I, th- I kind of think we have in a parallel sort of way because I again I've watched these tantrums being thrown by adults my whole life and I'm like yeah I don't want to act like that. Right. I'm thinking that that's like a generational thing where like emotional intelligence wasn't stressed or even an option for me until I I got outside sources because I didn't learn emotional intelligence from my mom or from my religion. Well, I mean, my mom, like I said, I've given her credit for going to like new age stuff. And she definitely I mean, maybe it takes a generation to let it sink in. She I guess she tried sometimes, but she never was practicing what she was like. Mm. you know what I mean I think she was trying to like get a hold on her shit but I also think my mom has a mentality if it's too hard I'm not going to do it (sighs) fucking same (laughs) so it's like (laughs) guess what's really hard looking at yourself in the Mm. mirror every day Mm. and being like I don't like what I see that's really fucking hard so I can't imagine recognizing the steps to change it and actually stepping on those steps yeah I can imagine her being like no I'm not going to do it Mm -hmm. so parentification I wanted to read the definition of that Um, parentification is the process of role reversal whereby a child is obliged to act as a parent to their own parent or sibling in extreme cases the child is used to fill the void of the alien alienating parents emotional life two distinct types of parentification have been identified technically instrumental parentification and emotional parentification instrumental parentification involves the child completing physical tasks for the family such as looking after a sick relative paying bills interpreting foreign language or providing assistance to younger siblings that would normally be provided by a parent emotional parentification occurs when a child or adolescent must take on the role of a confidant or meant mediator for or between parents or family members well i'm both i guess right I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Yep, check, <laughs> check, check, check. If I had younger siblings, yep. So thanks, Ob. Right. Thanks, and thanks, Ob, Zach, and Jake. Appreciate you. It's, uh, I mean, you said you were taking care of puppies. <laughs> so, I mean, Dog like. Puppies. Right. I want a bloodhound puppy so bad. I decided I don't want a bass. I want a bloodhound. I don't I mean, talk about this shit. I need it. I need it. It's okay if you need to repeat some things and let it out. And <laughs> get oh, it well, out that's there. right. That's right. I, the, we, you, you lectured the audience. I remember. <laughs> you no. will listen and you'll you deal will with it. And you will get famous <laughs> off this. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I said, well, we'll start making money. Share well, the, the share it. Do it. How, do you get, how do you get rich off a podcast? You get famous. <laughs> I just need Bobby to get a paycheck. Okay. I need Bobby to survive. I'm you guys do not job. want to listen to me. I'm too fucking boring. I have I'm, no music knowledge. I'm quitting my job on Friday. <sighs> There's another boundary we can talk about. Yeah. Well, let's go back to parentification. Okay. Obviously, I mean, you guys have listened to episodes. 
Kendra and I had to deal with this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm guessing a lot of you did too, babies, and I'm really sorry about that. Let's discuss fucking boundaries. Right. Well, it's like illustrated by the fact that I'm teaching my mom the emotional maturity on how to make restitution to her child. Well, it's, it's so frustrating because you're like, okay, I don't know where I picked this up, but I did. How have you not yet? You're so much older. You're my mom. You're 28 years older than me. How have you not figured this out? Yeah. My mom. Like, hello. You're 50 years old. Get a fucking grip. Get a, Yeah. Get a fucking clue, man. Like, don't, don't come at me like you're sad because your kids don't talk to you. Why don't you look inside yourself and figure out why the fuck your kids aren't talking to you? Oh, they just have been on this internet, and the internet has told me, told them that I'm a narcissist, and they need to cut me off. It's not my problem. It's not my problem at all. Okay, how to make boundaries. Hold on. I'm almost there. Okay. back with you. Okay. (laughs) Oh, wait. I'm so close. Scott, he told me, he's like, return your microphone. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm like, it's over. Oh, you don't like your microphone? No, I do like it. I'm like, he's like, you should you should have had me going. I'm like, dude, you were asleep and you need to get sleep. Like, I wasn't going to wake you up. I'm like, I wish you would have been there. I'm like, but I knew you were asleep. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he's like, go return it right now. I'm like, the box is already thrown away. He's like, go get it out of the garbage. And I'm like, no, it's done. I'm like, the next time I go, we'll make a date of it. I'll plan it. I'm like, I was just, I knew we were recording today and I don't want to wait for your ass. And he's like, but it's a good, I think it's a good mic. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it too. I think it's cute too. um here's another tiktok quote because i'm full of them um (laughs) if someone communicates their boundaries that's them trying to keep you in their life not push you away absolutely okay bravo yeah for real because i'm at my breaking point at my job right now we are gonna mention my job (laughs) and i let them know week first week what my boundaries were Mm -hmm. i set hard boundaries at work which was hard for me because I usually don't do that shit. I'm usually like, yes, take my whole life. <laughs> um, yeah. But I set hard boundaries for them and let them know what would and wouldn't work for me. And they were have not been accommodating at all. <laughs> and mm. they are constantly trying to push my boundaries. And I'm at the point now where I'm like, I'm done telling you that I have boundaries. I'm just quitting. Enjoy losing a very good employee. <laughs> Bye. Right. Like Bobby, I've watched you be worked to your wits and obviously because you had the suicide ideation well i mean okay i mean that's a lot of things like i feel like if i wasn't working three jobs and i could catch up on my sleep but that was another thing too is yeah the i finally could get like a decent 12 hours of sleep i've been working i have three jobs (laughs) and um this podcast too which takes up a lot of my time which i totally enjoy it's something i enjoy doing Mm. but it's also like it's like eight hours a week because we have (laughs) to at least yes we have to we have to do the um, the weekly episode and the interview. I'm sorry if I'm overworking you. You're we not, can change not, the structure not, if we want. No, 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 no. Yeah, we, no, we no, can. Because no. that's that's what I'm saying is it's like this is something I actually get pleasure out of. And it actually I feel like I'm building something in my life toward. Okay. So I'm like, okay, whatever, fine. I did want to throw that out there like after we recorded though. But like here it is. is like if we need to change the structure to where we do maybe – a guest one week and a episode one week i can we can do that this is our podcast no, we never wanted know, it to be know, overwhelming you're not, you're not hearing me okay i'm <laughs> hearing you now i want to be uh entertainer that's what i've always wanted to do that. i've always wanted to write and direct movies i've always wanted to be a writer so i've really dick this podcast i don't want to wait tables my whole life i don't want to manage restaurants my whole life i would like to own a restaurant 
<laughs> because mm-hmm. I have that much money and I know how to run a restaurant. That's after we get famous. It's going to be called The <laughs> yeah. Place and it's not going to be in Utah because we have to serve booze. We want to serve booze and weed. Um, yes, it's a it's an experience. It's an experience. <laughs> um, but uh, I just like I this is something that I, is worth my time, and I, like I've straight up told like they've tried to get me to work. I can't tell you how many Thursdays they've tried to get me to work, and I'm like, nope, it's my podcast. And I was four hours late for work on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I like I didn't care. Like I told my boss that I had my no- noise canceling headphones on because I have those. But mm-hmm. I didn't. I just fell asleep and when my alarm clock went off, because I, I was up to like two, um, editing a miracles episode, which again, happy to do it. Um, or it was probably like midnight. Anyways, point is, is I at four o'clock when my alarm went off, I was like, I don't give a fuck, and I went back to bed for four hours. <laughs> and uh-huh. um, I walked in to work, and he's like, How can we make this happen? Like, how can we make it so this doesn't happen again? And I'm like, Uh, I'm like, Well, first of all, the lobby, it's not busy enough for me to be here. Mm-hmm. So like no one, no harm, no foul. I'm like I'm here during the busy time. I'm like, and second of all, uh, <laughs> but most importantly, I'm like, I was editing my podcast that's getting released today, and I'm like, and that's gonna be way more important to me than this job. Sorry, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like I'm mm-hmm. just like straight up. I mean, I actually do feel bad for the guy because I think he's cool. I just still think he has the tools. I think it's his bosses too that suck at communicating. I'm it's kind of always all the them, yeah. On him. Yeah. But it's like it can't all just be him, and obviously he's overwhelmed and overworked, just like all of us. But it's just like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. You know they can do it all they want. They can have fun at the fun at the funny farm, but I uh, <laughs> I can get a job elsewhere easily. So I'm not even worried about it. Like I every time I'm pissed, I just send out like four resumes, and I immediately get responses from everybody, and I'm like, okay, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Is your shirt rubbing up against the mic? I hear a rubbing. Down. I think it was a it was a matter of physics that was getting me down. So I'm sorry about that. Is that better? Yeah, that's better. Okay. Anyway, as we were saying. As we were saying. Um, the benefits of boundary setting. So boundary setting is an incredibly healing self-care practice. It helps you grow past the family system you were born into and create new conscious boundary norms for yourself and your own family step one are you there (laughs) yeah i'm here okay define your needs you have to know what you need you have to be able to see what is happening and how it's happening and what you need differently this is one of the ways that i felt with my parents Mm -hmm. i will say this i will i've said it before i completely cut them off and i was doing okay and then for the past like five years i've been testing the waters when i'm drunk (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it gives them hope which you can't do if you do hard boundaries you gotta you you have to it's a boundary for you too it's not just a boundary for them you're letting them know this is as far as i go on this road and if you keep walking it's your own damn fault yeah so keep that in mind and it's okay it's okay to mess up but also consider that and also like I do feel bad that I've even got back in contact with my mom, but I also understand that it's layered, obviously. Sure. (laughs) And she can also go fuck herself. Well, Um, um, maybe, maybe what your need is in this situation, like my need, my need with my mom, mom, I need you to be accountable for my trauma, for the things that you did for the part you played in my childhood trauma, because it still affects me today in ways that you will never ever get. understand. You'll never get it. She'll yeah. never, 
Well, and my mom likes to bring up the one instance that my grandpa got, like, he, like... Oh, yeah, your mom is always like, is that what happened to me? No, no, no. And, like, we're there, but, yeah, continue, sorry. She brings up this one time. She's like, she's like, you think you got your ass kicked? She would tell us, like, my dad tried to kick my ass once, and I got a baseball bat and told him, you don't touch me. So she was pretty much telling us, like, you're weak for not telling me not to touch you. Because Hmm. when I did tell her not to touch me, when I finally got back in her face, I was 17, she didn't hit me after that. And she was hmm. still hitting my sister, who was like 25. Jesus. Yeah, your need is, uh, I need you to stop physically abusing me. I need you to stop abusing me, period. If you want a relationship with me. See, this is the thing. Like, She says she wants a relationship with me. She's not willing to do any of the fucking work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sitting here going to say this is a let's shit on Carolyn for a year and a half marathon. That's not what it is. It's a, I want to see that you've grown. I want you to acknowledge some things. And then I want to move the fuck on. Right. And if you can't do that, then guess what? Here's my boundary. Enjoy it. Enjoy only having my email and having your email go to my spam folder, mother, because that's all you get. That's all you deserve. Yeah. So step one is define your needs. Step two is... (laughs) Did I? No. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did. I did. (laughs) Set one boundary at a time. Because if you're going to... this This is just like basic rules. If you're going to do multiple boundaries, you're setting up somebody to fail. So you have to do one at a time and see how they do. And yes... You are teaching your parents how to do this. Why? Because they are not taught this. They are mm-hmm. children. Right. Number well, three. Also, <laughs> is, it, is it fair to say, I mean, do you feel, I mean, okay, this is going to, I don't want to use the word ownership, but just for lack of a better word, do you feel some sort of ownership over Halo? Uh, or at least till she's 18? <laughs> like you're legally this is a, this is a This is a complicated question. <clears throat> Um, I think our generation is raising children differently than our parents did. Oh, I agree. I do not feel like I own Halo. I feel responsible for the well-being and nurturing of Halo. Do I sometimes be like, I'm the mom. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Because you know what? We do got to get buckled up and we got to go. I'm fucking late. But most situations. You are parenting her. You are teaching a a baby how to be a a real life human yes but um no there was this question one time posed do you feel like your children owe you love and i do not feel that children owe their parents love because they did not choose to come into the world love shouldn't be transactional like that yeah you chose to bring them into this world and it is your duty to love them and nurture them and teach Mm -hmm. them but if the way you do shit doesn't warrant that respect back, no, you're not owed anything. It was your job to do that. You signed up for that job. They didn't sign up for it. Right. Anyway, that is not part of this Boundaries episode. Oh, <sighs> I mean, it is and it isn't. Like, you know, like people, I think people, I don't think people who are writing are like, hey, how do I set boundaries against my children? <laughs> They're saying like, no. hey, you know what I mean? Well, my I mean, like, or- we have to set boundaries with our peers. You know, absolutely. I just talked about setting boundaries at work. Like I wasn't being like, I won't do this and I won't do that. I'd be like, here's what I'm willing to do. And it was five days a week. I'm like, I don't ever want to work eight days in a row ever again. Sure. (laughs) Especially not my first week on the floor. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you, of course you have staffing problems, but like, it's like, no. Okay. Yeah. You can schedule me these days. And I'm like, and if it will help you, like, again, I wasn't like, this must be done today. Mm -hmm. But like, I eventually just had to be like, all right, I need Thursdays and Fridays off every week Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because you don't know how to schedule me. You're like, I don't expect you (laughs) to look at my schedule to make sure you're not scheduling me eight days in a row. So we're just going to have these be my two days off. Okay, cool. Great. Cool. 
I definitely do set boundaries with my kid though, because like boundaries is a learned skill and uh, children need boundaries. Like well, the need number, be, they need lessons all like they need to be yes. taught. They need to yes. be in practice of how to be. So boundaries, setting boundaries as a kid, not giving your kid everything is a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. The number one, the only rule in our house is don't be an asshole. <laughs> the the boundaries that we've established are we do not hit the dog. When or if we hit the dog, mm-hmm. we we go to timeout and we think about why yeah, we're right, mad we at do. the dog. <laughs> yeah. And then we're learning emotional maturity. We're learning emotional protecting like, the animals, which is a very important lesson to learn. Right? So many of Res- you haven't learned. Respecting <laughs> others' body and consent mm-hmm. and how uh, we are hurting people if we if they don't you know what I mean like there's so many lessons anyway number four communicate the boundary with eye language this is important number four says I feel disrespected when this occurs oh, I almost the... thought, I thought my, like eyeballs no I was like what? No. <laughs> yeah you got to look at them in the eye I feel disrespected when this occurs in the future this is what I need I have an example my mother-in-law is of the generation that is diet culture and body shaming, especially to herself and using a toxic culture language that um, villainizes food and she punishes herself if she feels like she's too fat. Do not like that. I do not want my child to grow up not loving her body. I don't like that. So in the future, I need to... I'm asking you to watch how you speak about food and about bodies around my child. That was a boundary. Mm-hmm. That's like using eye language, not you suck. You are always talking about how fat you are. You don't understand that diet culture is toxic. X, 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 X. You know what I mean? Like it's saying I'm owning this. I think some people can take that direct, um, uh, I'm not gonna call it conflict, but uh, it's a conflict conflict resolution, right? Sure. So it's like I think a lot of people can take that directly, but I've been a manager. There's a million different ways to manage, like people that need different kinds of management. Sure. Um, I th- when I first started managing, I thought just being like, "Yo, I'm just gonna be straight up with you, <laughs> and this is what you're gonna fucking do," mm-hmm. was would work for everybody. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> No. And, Every uh, time you're like, them's the rules. Or what is the other thing that you say? Oh, I was like, I put my foot down on this one. Put my foot down. And I'm like, don't like that. Don't like that language. <laughs> yeah. So like if I walk in and I'm like, yo, this is how you're going to be setting up the tables. This is how you're going to be doing this. You will be like, if your side work's not done, you will get written up. Like, I like knowing that. I like knowing what my limits are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but like I was getting pushback from a lot of people and um, I got a new, like I was the assistant manager. I got a new general manager and she's. An, an insane person but she was good at like she taught me a lot of things and she's like some people don't respond to that shit she's like you're too blunt cool i'm just helping people because this has helped me with conflict resolution mm-hmm. and boundaries and shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she's like only reward the positive shit they do she's like give their negative shit no attention she's like because all they want is your attention and they notice that their section's always messy and you freak out on them they're getting attention from the boss mm-hmm. <laughs> because otherwise like my shitty employees i wouldn't give attention to yeah so like the only way they were getting attention from me is if they were being a shitty employee. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> like clean this fucking up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, or like what, like how hard is it? Like how hard is it to wipe off your table? Like, hello, would you want to sit at a dirty table at a restaurant? No, you wouldn't. So like, you know, right. Um, like I'm not saying that I go at it that hard, but if we're like the fourth 
reminder in I'm going to get shittier with you. Sure. (laughs) Like, and that's an important reminder too, because this isn't even written down. Um, When my, I'm just using my mother-in-law as an example, because Uh she has been respecting the boundary. I have to, I have to remind myself to thank her. Like, thank you for being body positive or being body neutral or whatever, like not assigning. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's like, like positive reinforcement is going to take you, it's going to, I mean, I don't want to call it a manipulation, sure, but it's a good way to like get people to, you know, respond well, people how want you to want be, them to. People want acknowledgement for the effort they're putting in. Right. They don't want to just be hounded at all the time. So even if well, your boundary gets too. crossed, yes, yeah. they do. You know, like I think like if if I'm doing something to bother my friends, I want to know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and I'll either be like, all right, we're done, I guess, or I'll be like, oh, okay, I'll I'll figure it out, you know, right. But like communication is like important but there are people who can't handle direct communication yes and I most think, people <laughs> i love direct i love direct communication i like it when i'm when people are establishing expectations sh- i really do need it to be direct but if it's going to be like criticism after criticism i'm going to be like do not like it here <laughs> well i agree if i'm not that. enough find someone else <laughs> <laughs> what if i'm not enough <laughs> so no. i i think that's like backwards i think people are saying if I'm too much, find less. But I said, if I'm not enough, find someone else. <laughs> like, find more. <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, like, if you're establishing a, there's just what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, this is an old. This is, I'm just trying to help people who are trying to learn how to set boundaries. Yeah. Everyone is different. There are different ways to manage people. I've learned that, and also yeah. my this person taught me to manage up. And I guess since our parents are above us you have to manage up and be like, okay, this is, these are your two options. Which one do you want to go with to yeah. the person above you? Like I've done that to my bosses a million times. I'll be like, do you want me to do this or this? Do you want okay. me to, you know? And they'll be like, I don't say, what do you want me to do? I say, do you want me to do this or this? Yeah. And then they feel like they have some choice in the matter. When in reality you're saying, here are your options. This is all you're getting out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Which one do, would you like me to do? Mm-hmm. Then they get to decide a little bit. And then you can, you know, you are also getting a choice because you're giving the choices, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. There's just like different ways to go about it. I, I think if you're having to set boundaries with, especially like a parent or something, it's obviously difficult. I mean, you're hitting up your two burnout friends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But Hmm. like, I, so I'm just saying like, there's different, like there's not one right way to go about it. Sure. But this is an article that I read. So I'm just trying to say. Okay. I agree with I you. Cause like there's different, there's different communication <laughs> styles and you have to be uh, well, skilled glad, to I'm, be able to do any of them. Right. I'm glad that you brought up our relationship because I feel like most of our, like 99.9% of our communication is us building each other up. Right. And then I was like at work and I was just like, I didn't have time. So I was just like, oh yeah, I'm just putting my foot on, yeah, the, yeah, down yeah. on this one. I just want it to be yeah. like this. And well, I wasn't even mad, but like, the, again, you're right. Communication, right? The people know that we have tips. They've been witnessed to them, <laughs> but <laughs> well, yeah, our, I mean, our communication tips, is, but I'm not saying that like, neither one of us are like, you're doing this, then this, right, this, and this right. is wrong. I just it's was like, healthy. Oh, I don't like that. I, I'm just, I'm yeah. was setting a hard boundary for that is I guess what I was doing. Yeah. You're like, uh, here's the boundary, but then he didn't give me any consequences. So I'm just going to test the waters because <laughs> the last step in it is define consequences. Uh-huh. 
What do consequences look like to you? When a parent disrespects the new boundary you've set, you may need to repeat your request with a consequence noted. If you cannot make an effort to be to be body neutral or to um, not talk about bodies and whether they're good or bad in front of my child, we may need to find somebody else to babysit the children. You know what I mean? Like, that's just an example. Well, I feel like I said, I feel like I did give you a consequence, consequence which was I'm not budging on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's, I'm like, I'm putting my foot down. Like, this is, I would like, you could have one of these in the future, but this is the one I'm taking today. <laughs> I was like, we'll talk about it. And then I was like, you know what? And then also like, sometimes because, we both are strong-headed, stubborn women raised in similar situations yeah. where we've had to take control of a lot of things, and we're both very creative, and we both well, like the vision that we have. Right, and well, I, but I mean, I think we both like the vision each other have, right? They complement yes. each other. Yes, But like, I think we also were in a situation where we were always trying to just make sure there wasn't a situation happening. Yeah. And so, like, I wasn't, I didn't mean anything by I'm I putting my it. foot down. I just was saying... I, I like I was tired and I probably had like five tables and yeah. I was busy yeah. and I wanted to make sure I responded to you. I was probably like running to the kitchen to grab some toast and I was just like responding to the text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like, oh, this is how my brain's working. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. <laughs> and then we were like, I was like, well, uh, here's my boundary. I don't like being talked to like, to like that. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. Did it mean it like and, that? Contextual. And the consequence is if you keep talking to me like that, I will cry. <laughs> And I will tell everybody on the podcast. <laughs> well, I make you cry every every week. It's not a big deal. Whether it's Nick Carter or Dead oh Puppies. Oh, my God. I'm not over it. I'm not over that either. I listened to that today, like that part of that, and I laughed so It's so funny to me. <laughs> Spencer was like, are you recording? Like, how often are you recording our conversations? And I was just like, Always. babe, just the one. Because I knew. I knew I was going to be so pissed about Backstreet Boys that I was going to talk about it. And I just need to record it. <laughs> I just need to record this. <laughs> Whatever. Well, get, re- get ready to not have those stories anymore because I'm quitting that fucking job. Oh, my God. Well, I applied to a couple other prestigious hotels down, downtown. I would like so maybe. to apply. Here's what we need to do. We need to be audio engineers for the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> And then do our Pass. podcast on the road. Pass. Yeah, that's not the place for you. It's not um, the place for me. We learned, <laughs> is this the place right now? I want to tell you about my weekend. Okay. I went down to Richfield to clean my grandparents' house. Because they're it's they're selling. And they've been sick and they've let things go. And it's really hard. And also, like, I counted 22 phone books. Oh shit! Yeah, that, no, seriously, my grandparents' house is getting the same way. Where I'm like, oh my god, mm-hmm. you guys are getting old and you can't keep up. We were gonna do the twelve days of Christmas songs with shit we just found. I I swear <laughs> I found I found multiples flashlights, old glasses, dumb magnets, coupons. Please. You know, there's there's just like those phone books. They were from 2010 to 2020. But there's 22 of them. Yes. And I'm like, they're like, well, there's some some people's phone books, phone numbers. I'm like, every time they, there's they dust don't get the Internet either. Though, there's that's a why. film on these. So, well, yeah, my grandparents do get the Internet. So there's oh, that. Well, then they don't have an so excuse. <laughs> my grandma had, does not get it. We had some conversations about which ones to keep. And we did honor those requests. And it was just like that that thing where you bulldoze all of the Tupperware into one counter and it overflows and like the sour cream 
bowls are flying off and like, yeah. Grandma, which ones do you like? Which ones do you need? Okay, the rest are going in the garbage and we compromised because the rest are going to DI now. Oh, God. But it is hard. So they're going to the garbage at DI? Cool. <laughs> don't tell them. They don't listen to this podcast. But we're don't just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I'm saying whether or not you threw them away or the people at the DI threw them away, they did get thrown away. Yes, yes. Because they're garbage. <laughs> anyway, that was, uh, this was my only four-day weekend. And the re- the reason why I had to go down is because we have to take pictures and, like, vide- videography and, like, landscape pictures of the whole 16 You know what I mean? It's a big property. Right. And that has to be done before everything turns brown and disgusting. This is the well, only I mean, weekend should, I could do take, it. Yeah, I mean, the, the foliage is out. Or was it the fol- foliage? Foliage? Well, like the sage is in bloom and mm, um, the so trees good. are turning with that yellowish and yeah. and the grass is still green. Before it turns brown, we need it to look good so that people will be like, oh, yeah, I do want to visit this property. Right. So I'm doing that. And right when I get there, my grandpa gets a call from my mom. And my grandpa knows that if I'm in town, he has to he has to like I'm sometimes just in town to visit them and not to have my mom come over. So she he calls and then he tells me or she calls and then he comes downstairs where I'm just like slaving away sweating and listening to whatever the fuck I'm extra boys obviously um, and says your mother says that she that you need to call her and I'm like noted like cool her done mm-hmm. anyways okay. going back to cleaning your house <laughs> right <laughs> uh, special shout out to my brother his wife and his mom Josh Michelle and Sharon hey. because. They put their foot in it. They really Good. put the work into it. Like they were doing it. So thank you so much for coming out and helping me because I get Wait, nothing did you say done. His mother-in-law if... or your mom? His his mother-in-law. Oh, I was like, whoa, your mom was actually cool, interesting. Right. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. Oh my god. So um, I get nothing. I get no calls from my mom. My mom does not call me, telling me mm-hmm. to call her. Right. So Saturday, Sunday, all day working. If I'm taking a break to go to karaoke to watch my brother, it's because I need a mental break. Uh, my mom texts me then. So on Monday is when I get the first text. She says, I asked grandpa to tell you to call me and you never did on Saturday. So I figured you were too busy to have me come over. I didn't get oh, your message. So it's your fault she didn't come clean her parents' house. Her. Okay, <laughs> cool. Great. Exactly. I didn't get your message because I wasn't checking my messages. You're probably still not in town. Call me back in all caps. I didn't call you back because I didn't check my messages. She's just, I don't like, know she what she's no doing. no accountability in any of the things. Like, she's like, what? Don't worry. This is a recurring theme. I just texted back and said, I'm too exhausted. Period. Period. Um, Six six fifty p.m. That was at ten and ten in the morning. Six fifty p.m. Are you home? Question mark. I get you're too exhausted. That's the only acknowledgement. That's how I've been lately, and I haven't even checked my messages at all. I've been I've been eating good. Oh, I haven't been eating good because there's not hardly anything to eat at my house. I managed to scrape up some stuff together when I'm not too weak. Today I'm feeling better, so tomorrow I am going to get go to the store that's my plan i hope you're feeling better soon i love you honey try to work on yourself your family needs you well try not to worry about anything else i love you hand emoji didn't respond um, to her um this is what i hate i hate when my mom says stuff like like that like keep working on yourself honey your family needs you it's like 
practice what you preach, bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And how much I said I'm too exhausted. And then she just goes right into eye language. Like, yeah, she should have been like, what's up? You want to talk? Right. Uh, Then she calls my grandpa. I said, I'm not here. I'm exhausted. I said I'm not here and I left I went to the other room I started doing more stuff because I'm working the whole time Mm -hmm. and he comes back and says your mom asked me if you were here I said she says she's not here annoyed on both fronts so this is the (laughs) I'm high I have done a lot of photo scanning at this point because that is my break Um, (laughs) but (laughs) I text my mom at 3 Mm a.m. Don't put grandpa on the spot to ask him if I'm here. If I can't answer your messages, I don't have energy to talk to you. Asking him that puts him in an awkward position. You don't need to know where I am or when I'm here. If I'm here and I can see you, I will tell you. Right. And it's like, and also you being there. I mean, she will say, I was just trying to respect you by not coming over it's like no bitch you just didn't want to come over and help that's it just wait (laughs) i understood not to ask any questions about you that this was nine this is 10 a.m again i understood not to ask any questions about you that you were tired i know it made him awkward and put him in a position that he didn't want to be in i know him too i wasn't going to ask him about you again you don't need to worry about this so what i'm hearing is wait why don't you need to worry about it when he she's made it your problem She's made you worry about it. But also she's like, I knew it put him in an awkward position. So she knows. She knows better. Uh And she's still putting him in an awkward position to get the answer she wants. She's a manipulative bitch. Yeah. Well, now you know the verdict. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Now we know. I said back. She's she's held back for a long time. We both called our mom a bitch today. That's great. We're obviously in a mood. Rename this episode to bitch. (laughs) Yeah. I said, no, we should call it disgraceful bitches. <laughs> disgraceful bitching. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll, 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 workshop we'll, it. we'll work it in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not here for a visit. This is a business trip to get the grandparents' house cleaned up. It takes a lot of energy, and I've been extremely exhausted. I know my emotional limits, and if I can't see you, you need to trust me and my decisions not to see you. She replies, Kendra, I'm telling you I understand. I am not upset. I don't know what I can tell you to you're make like, you understand. You're right. I'm upset. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'm not upset. I don't know what I can tell you to make you understand that this is all okay. I said, I'm telling you I'm upset. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> oh my God, my mom's a child. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't understand why. I'm not bothering you to come over. I'm not bothering grandpa about you being over there. I just asked him she one time. Is that wa- why you're upset? <laughs> you're getting so mad. She's like, like I'm not bothering him, but I bothered him about it. Mm-hmm. Because after he said you were exhausted, I just left a lot alone and said that I'm sorry that you were exhausted and I hope you feel better. I don't want you to be upset. I don't want you to be stressed. Please tell me why you are so we can resolve this. I told you what I remember. Everything that has been said. Is there something else? No, I communicated what I needed to. I was just reiterated that I'm not telling you this because I think you're upset. I was telling you this because I was the one who was upset. It's so funny that you're having this conversation. And I feel like this is good that you're reading this out because it's like 
round and round we go. I hate people like this. I had to tell someone off last week. Um, she used to live here. She doesn't live here anymore. I had to tell her exactly how I felt about her ass because she's the same way where it's round and round we go. She nitpicks one thing. She pretends like she doesn't get it, even though she's an intelligent person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all you are is bad. You're just bad news. All you want to do is fight. All you want to do is be the victim and pretend like you did nothing wrong ever mm-hmm. in your whole entire life, which mm-hmm. is psychotic behavior, by the way. Uh, yes. Because if you've never done anything wrong, that's what? <laughs> like, come on. You've never accidentally stepped like on a bug. Um, but like, She's, she, she, I remember, actually I, beat your children. <laughs> <laughs> she says, oh, no, honey, I'm not upset at all. You're doing a great thing for grandma and grandpa, and I understand completely. I you love never you. Told You're her a that great you she granddaughter. Was upset. You're the best. <gasps> oh I said, okay, but do you get why you asking grandpa if I'm around upsets me? It puts grandpa in an awkward position to either lie to you or undermine my boundaries. That isn't fair to him. I was in town to work and focus on the house. It was challenging on all fronts and therefore didn't have extra energy for other interactions. When you call other people trying to get a hold of me or find out where I am, it makes me feel like you do not respect me as an adult to manage my relationship with you. She says, because I was texting you, if you were home, you didn't respond. And I tried to call you. I knew you guys were there to clean. And I didn't want to come over to grandma and grandpa's if you were still there. So he was the only one that I knew to call. And that's why I did that. I was trying to stay out of the way of you guys cleaning and stuff. But I couldn't stay out of the way until I knew you guys were gone. So all I'm hearing is my mom is trying to drum up excuses until it's fine she's like trying to talk herself out of a hole yes Which and all i'm chi- hearing right. is like childlike it's childlike it's like mom just shut up okay cool yeah you did it please stop this doesn't mm-hmm. need to be a thing because the shooters like yeah you're right i'm sorry i'll work on it you right. like i appreciate that but and now i'm hearing from, yeah you're just hearing I don't, I don't i don't do anything wrong ever i'm yeah. a victim and additionally i'm hearing i knew you were there to clean and i didn't want help well and like i know you i mean you wouldn't have been pissed if she would have been there right I mean, how do you, how, like, is that valid of her to be like, I didn't wanted to wait till you were gone to come there? Like, is she respecting a boundary in a way sort of there? Or is she just using, have you set a boundary and she's just using it against you? Exactly. I think that's what she's doing. I think she didn't want to help at all. And like, I don't know. I don't know. And so I also said, okay, makes sense. I see your side. And then and she Im- thinks that's And implied a dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. She says, okay, so now we understand each other. We, are we good? What? I said, yep, yep. This is the thing that I was talking about at the beginning where my mom, my mom wants. I, I, I thought my mom was the only one. Like I've had this conversation with my mom a thousand times. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so infuriated right now. Fine. Cool. Whatever. Do whatever. You th- if you think you won, you won. Right. That's fine. Great. Right. 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 <laughs> Whereas they're just asking for a check mark. I just want a check mark. Are we good? I want to right. check that we're good. Instead right. of being, she didn't even validate me that I'm the upset she one. She didn't read a second of your, she didn't read a second of your text. You I know? said, it's hard to communicate and I feel like we are getting each other. I hope you're feeling better. She says, yes, I'm trying to get out of the store door to, to the store today. I communicate better on the phone, but I understand that you would do better with texting. So I'm trying to work well with others, just like my mommy told me to. That is, uh, I didn't text her back after that. I read those text messages to my husband. He got r- red mad and was like, she's not respecting your boundaries. She's not no. hearing you. She's not responding to you. Well, and then she acts like a child. Like she was acting like a child through the whole entire thing. But then that end one was, and it's also like the whole, like the whole reason why you're down there is because she's not responsible enough to take care of her parents. Exactly. 
Why? Like, <sighs> that's, like, let's start at the root. You want to get to your roots? Let's get to the root. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's so, the root of the whole I- annoyance. And it's like, and also, these are my pseudo-parents because you weren't a parent to me. Thanks. Yes, yes. So, like, you f- you're feeling all these emotions. You're having to be the adult for your grandparents, which is fine because they're getting older. But you've had yeah. to be the adult with your mom your whole life. They were your salvation, so you feel locked and tied in and obligated. Like, obligated, yep. which is and neither good nor bad. Okay, it's, yeah, it's just, I just it is feel like I want to do my part to make sure that they get the money that they deserve out of the house because mm-hmm. they did their part to step in for me. I want to step in for them. I want to just pay right. it back. Right, right. <laughs> like you know, I if like my if either one of my grandparents one one one, one of them dies, like I would move in and help them in a second and like it would drive me absolutely insane <laughs> but they mm-hmm. let me do that when i was in high school mm-hmm. so you know i'll help i like exactly like i would want you know them to get everything that they deserved like they have a lot of property they have a lot of equipment like I, exactly exactly what you're doing i'd want to do the exact same thing but it would also be frustrating because i know that it, me and my cousins would have to do it because their children are not responsible yes or and they're too greedy to do it and there's this other there's this other underlying problem where my grandparents they're enabling my mom to do this bull, pull this bullshit exactly. all the time and it hurts my fucking feelings because I'm the one coming in and saying these are my boundaries mm-hmm. please respect well, like, my boundaries I got off the phone I like I got off the phone with my grandma as quick as I could today because I knew that if she brought up a second of this podcast or how my mom feels, I would have exploded on her because I'd be like, that's your kid you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. cause when my grandma says up. you need to talk to your mom, you need to do this. I'm like, I'm you need trying to raise her better. Best. Sorry, babe. <laughs> you do not understand because mm-hmm. like my grandma said, your mom says that all her kids want to do is la 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 la. So my mom is whispering in their ears, the story that she wants to spin for them. She's not telling them the full story. And when they know the full story, I don't know whether they would feel guilty for enabling it or just pull the wool over their eyes because it's too far gone now. I mean, I do feel like, uh, I feel, I don't even, okay. So I don't don't know how to word this properly because I do feel like, like part of me wants to give like the Frankenstein's monster, uh, analogy because like my mom is frankenstein's monster like they my grandparents created her mm-hmm. and they created mm-hmm. their, her their, their kid their boys too yep. yep and it's it would be a coincidence you know if just one of them was a bad egg <laughs> they all have shit okay my my grandparents have two eggs they're <laughs> both pretty spot on <laughs> yeah so it's like um I feel like maybe maybe they also feel like, okay, we're going to do the responsible thing, take care of them all still. But they also weave mm-hmm. this very weird web. Like, both my uncles kind of branched out on their own with their own trucking companies. Mm-hmm. But they kept them cut back, coming back. But they also like being there because they're looking for – like, it's a whole psychological mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That I'm just like, uh – they're like, everyone in the scenario is to blame. And I we're, – we're back here being like, okay, let's try not to have this pain for another generation, please. Yes. Like, that's what – I'm not I'm not trying to say, sit here and say I'm better than my, my mom's and her siblings and my grandparents because I'm not. But I do recognize that there is a lot of toxicity there, and I need – to like suck the poison out of the wound. Yeah, we have more tools now available to us to to recognize these things and and to move forward without mm-hmm. them. You know, mm-hmm. um, my friend, 
Thank you, Stacia, for listening to me ball all day. Um, <laughs> she's she's definitely going to come on because I'm going to tell you about something that happened with her. But she told me that like family is like a river and sometimes rivers pick up shit. But <laughs> other times a tree falls across the river and blocks the trash from going downstream. Maybe you're the tree <laughs> from Maybe taking all tree. of that. Yeah. We're filtering out the trash from the river and allowing it and to stay here where we are. And maybe my mom's a beaver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heard. Heard. Um, so uh, I want to talk about how uh, boundaries go to no contact. Yeah. <laughs> because okay. I, po- I posted today this Instagram and so many people said. Just like stop talking to her then bro. I was one of them. Cut <laughs> it off. Yep. I said. Uh, May. Communicating with my mom makes me miserable. Mm. Yeah. So I text her today and said. (laughs) (laughs) So I wrote that and then I immediately took the phone and texted her. (laughs) I said, I need a break from our relationship. I will reach out when I can resume. Okay. And And I texted. No. Well, I blocked her immediately. I don't care to know her her response. Mm -hmm. And I text my grandparents and I said. I'm taking a break from my mother's relationship with me. It is causing me psychological damage. And if she reaches out to you asking about me, this can be your response. She will reach out to you when she is ready. And I need to feed them the language the that lines, they need to use. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then uh, my, my brother, same thing. I'm just taking a break from mom. Um, a hard break. So do not answer any questions if she has any about me. Yeah, like don't be your spy. Yep. You know, just be like, nah. Just had to, you know, put that out there. Um, This is what the internet says about going no contact. (laughs) Going no contact. Internet. And this is this is from the internet, so I I think it's funny that it says daughter. Going no contact (laughs) gives an unloved daughter. (laughs) Didn't expect to be punched in the gut by that. Breathing room and freedom from manipulation, and continued emotional abuse. It alone does not promote healing from a toxic childhood by going no contact you can focus on what's important to you right now relationships friendships work personal passions you can clear yourself of the energetic and emotional minefield that is um i can't read the rest of that but navigating your family dynamics you'll probably worry less as a consequence and feel lighter in yourself it does take some getting used to Mm-hmm. Um, but I think feeding feeding people what to say and just letting them know, um, you know, you don't need to get involved. Like, just if they ask, this is I, I appreciate it if you want it. I had to go through a pretty like hard year and a half where I changed my number like four or five times because my grand mm-hmm. my grandparents and some people just kept giving my mom my number. Yeah, and I was like, I just stopped giving out my number, <laughs> and people are like, like I figured it out, I weeded it out, like I figured mm-hmm. out who was doing it, and it was a couple people, and I just let them know like, hey. I'm changing my number one more time. And if mom gets it, you can't have my, I will change my number again and you won't get it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go, that's a boundary, level, everybody. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go on her level, that's a boundary for everyone who has my number. Yeah. And people know that. And I used to be really embarrassed by it, but I think it's like more embarrassing to change your number all the time. Instead of being like, I'm just going to set a boundary for my mom. Instead mm-hmm. of being like a psycho. Mm-hmm. Like I keep threatening to change my number. I have for like a year and I haven't yet. Um, but because like the boundary is set where it's like okay everyone has my number my mom is well she's blocked but like it's like people know not to give it out and yeah she knows how to get a hold of me and it takes time 
but yeah like sometimes setting a boundary with one person means you have to set a little mini micro boundaries with other people around the, when you're there if they surround both of you yeah number one reason i changed to apple and this is now a feature across all kinds of uh systems so it doesn't count anymore but <laughs> i can mute <laughs> mute group chats Oh, yeah, Who's getting too many baby pictures every day. <laughs> and um, you can block a caller now. And so that, that's what I did. I just blocked them. I, I do not talk to them anymore. Well, I've told you that I have issues with blocking people. And it's because of, like, my family dynamic. When we're all pissed off each other, we block. And I hate that. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to, like, make anyone be like, oh, I'm not going to block because Bobby's not. I wish that I didn't have a hang up about it because there's a lot of people in my life who deserve a little blocking. And mm. I'm a person in some people's life who deserved a blocking. So <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, but like, this is a scenario where I've done my efforts are literally wasted or turned around and used against me. Right. And in order like to heal the relationship that requires work and she's not putting in the work, I'm putting in all the work. Mm -hmm. and so now it's no the, contact. I feel like you and I have always been the one putting in the work because we were the adults as children. Yeah. trying to keep everything together and now it's like i can't hold your hand through this man <laughs> like mm -hmm. either figure it out or don't if you want me in your life you cannot have your cake and eat it too right like i hate that saying but the saying is you can't look at a pretty cake and also have an eaten cake it's just not possible <laughs> the pretty cake yes. yes no i mean like you can't look at a full beautiful cake and also eat it you can't have both yeah. you either yeah. have to look at the cake or eat the cake yeah but point is <laughs> I can't believe I just explained that saying. I'm such an <laughs> asshole. Um, um, as a saying, French baker. <laughs> no, I used to think doe eyes was um, like doe a deer, female deer, like big eyes. Not like, yeah. not like, oh no, I used to think it was like doe that had overrisen. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Not, I was like, not hey, a deer's eyes. Please do not bl <laughs> blow my mind right now. <laughs> uh, I think you were, is it actually you that told me that? There was like, no, Bobby, it's a deer. Because I was like, isn't it just like, a, no, like, I always thought it was just doe rising up over the bowl. Like bread dough. No, because I'm kind of the person that was like, please explain to me why you think it's bread dough. I would like to know the reasoning behind it. Because it gets bigger. Yeah. Dough eyes. So like when it's, I'm looking at someone with big eyes, they always say I have dough eyes. And Paul Hollywood would look at those dough eyes and say, that's overproved. Like you can overprove me, baby. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. So I went no contact uh, today, and I also deleted my, um, deactivated my Instagram, no, Facebook. You can still message me, but um, I just need a break from everything because yeah. I'm not, this is like, I'm not finding peace. I'm not finding myself. I'm not even finding my roots. And I figured out in this one moment that I'm not going to find those roots. I have to grow them myself. I need to grow my you, own roots you're, here. You're in, a, you're in a pot. We need to plant you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my, well, not a lot, a couple of my fr trans friends set pretty hard boundaries this last week. Um, and I feel like I need to correct myself a little bit. <laughs> um, they weren't setting them mm -hmm. with me. But there was two scenarios that I just knew about where they were like, I'm tired of being, explaining myself. Like, I'm just trying to live my life. So I kind of got a new understanding of it from this week just because one of them said I've spent a lot of time and money uh, to turn into a boy. Mm. I don't need p 
people I like it, it offends him when people automatically assume that he's transgender. But it's mm. like I'm like, bro, like but I also want to say like, bro, you're, you're clearly transgender. I mean, I love you dearly. It sucks that you're born in a female's body and you have transitioned a long way. But I'm not I'm I'm also not going to sit here and deny what my eyes are seeing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. but I'm also here it's it's his experience. I'm here to validate him. That does suck. You're right. It does suck that he's like yeah. everyone's, you know, talking post or whatever. Yeah. And he talked about how, um, you know, his parents have uh, have a name in the community. And when he first started the job that he was at, they told him not to tell anyone of the year transitioning because he was a teenager at the time. Like he there, he th- there was a lot of like he felt like he had to like keep it a secret <laughs> and mm-hmm. fully unaware that everybody at work knew that he was trans like when i would mm-hmm. hire people i would say we have a trans person working here if you have a problem with that you can't work here because i will fire the fuck out of you if you are ever mm-hmm. disrespectful to him like i mm-hmm. straight up say that in the interview <laughs> i'm like yeah. are you cool with that or not like speak now or forever hold your peace because you will not last here if you're disrespectful to him in any way like and i know that's kind of like i don't i guess that's technically bad but I'm also like, I don't want to have to fire you over treating this person this way. I don't want to have to spend the energy to train you and and hire you being. and all of that onboarding shit yeah. when you're just going to be fired. Yep. Yeah. Like, and uh, another one of my friends was like, just since everyone's talking shit, I'll just let you know, I got a breast augmentation. She got her boobs done. And she's like, I'm tired of everyone. Like she, she was like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like, I don't, I don't want to spend all my time explaining myself. And you said that in one of the episodes. And I was talking to Micaiah about it. Cause I'm like, that, like, I'm like, I hope I don't, you know, like, I don't want to hurt my friends. I love all my friends. Right. So I said, I like, I reached out to my trans buddy, like the get the boy and the girl both. And I was just like, Hey, you know, I love you. I hope that I've never been this to you. You know, you're, you're important. You know, I'm proud of you for all that you've done. Like whatever. You're mm-hmm. amazing. Um, but again, sorry <laughs> if I've ever been that person, which I'm, I know that I have. Um, it's okay. <laughs> We're all, we've, we've all been in, that position before we just have never been able to see it you know well but like it sucks to see it (laughs) well i mean it's not necessarily that even sucks to see it because i know my intentions were good sure you know what i mean like yeah um but i also understand that it can be like so tiring and we've discussed this on our uh body positive positivity issues where it's like when i would do my hair and everyone would be like oh my god your hair looks good you'd be like i'm never doing my hair again Mm-hmm. Like when someone's commenting on your appearance and Makai and I were talking about that too. He's like, Bob, when you get your hair done, I say your hair looks good because you just transition your hair, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> and he's like, so it is weird to like, not want people to use their eyes and look at you and be like, okay, I have, I guess I have some, or like really what happened was at work, a girl showed this transitioning boy post-op boobs and he walked up front and quit immediately. He's like, I've had it. He's like, I, this is a new girl. I don't know why she was doing that. I don't know why she was doing it either. She, she but showed she's... him her post-op boobs. No, she showed him her friend who was also transitioning's post-op boobs. It was her way to be like, hey, I accept you. Because oh. I feel like a lot of us feel we need to do that to trans people to be like, hey, just, right, you, you need know, to prove your allyship. Like, we're good. Yeah, we're allies. Yeah. Like, you don't got to worry with me. So I feel like that's what she was doing. Right, but that, you don't, na- but you don't a, need to do a, a whole, like, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Right. And it's like also not or you just say like, week. I, right. Right. Like, cause he and I have had plenty of deep conversations about transitioning and stuff. And like I was his boss once and I'd be like, 
when he was like starting his testosterone, I had to pull him aside and be like, you're going too hard on the testosterone, dude, tone it down. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I know you've only been on it for six months and most boys have been and on it their excited. whole life. <laughs> yep. But like, you're, you're kind of raging. You're kind of football player. And it's just like you're on the roids and he's like, Oh cool. Thanks for telling me. And I'm like, yeah, of course I love you. I want this to be the best transition. A good experience. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were very open about it, but I always hope and pray. I mean, I think we're fine because I hit him up and he, he and I had to talk. Yeah. But, um, and we talk all the time. Like he has me up for advice and stuff, but I sure. But it's, I wanted it's to mention it just to be like, to see, yeah. Yeah. They're setting boundaries. If you're self-aware or if you're like trying to be, we're all trying to be better. Right. And we're all navigating a very post pandemic world at the moment. So <laughs> right. it's like, we've all took a, t- taken a hard look at our lives and ourselves and our actions and been like, is this really the person I want to be? And we've made changes. And so well, I appreciate all that. All <laughs> right. Right. But I appreciate the moments where like, I'm able to be like, Hey, what's up? And am, am, have I been, you know what I mean? Like, let's well, but like, I'm also, if, really I, sad. if you have be with me, let's do it. <laughs> I'm also really sad for my transitioning girlfriend because it's like plenty of my born female friends have gotten boob jobs and we were all excited together. It's a, it's a shame that you can't be, we can't all be like, yeah, bitch, let's go bra shopping, you know? Yeah. Because that's what I've done with my flat chested girlfriends who were born with a vagina. You know what I mean? Like, so it kind of bums me out that she feels (laughs) like she has to be in the shadows when it's like, dude. You're not the only girl in Richfield who has, in Richfield who has a fucking boob job, right? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So many of my girlfriends have gotten like body modifications, and oh, yeah, one of them like did Utah, get a boob man. job. And I was, well, she got a breast reduction, and like we've all been fantasizing about it because we all share each other's, you know, breast reduction TikToks. And I so want she's a lift, like, not a reduction. I love my boobs. They just need to be I a little higher. Too. Yeah, I just have to like, I don't know. But anyway, um, it's so kind of off topic, but this girl was like anybody want to see my um before and afters and, and they're like, like hello hell yeah we do not never gonna say no to seeing two sets of tits that's fine <laughs> <laughs> well i'm totally straight but like i can't tell you how many we've new seen them. boobs I, new boobs we- i've held i've held in my hands oh like like see and as a bi person i've never done that <laughs> well i mean like I've, so many I'm very my f- consent driven well, <laughs> yeah but like no 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 but like you know me and my personality and people are like, I'm wild. So like, they'll be like, Bob, I just got my tits done. Fill them. And I'll be yeah. like, cool. Like, sure. Of course. Of course I'll well, touch them. To be fair, nobody said that to me. Cause I would, I mean, somebody said, like- do you want to see my nipple ring? And I'm like, not going to say no. I remember this. She's actually super religious and she has four children. So I will not mention her name. <laughs> but when she got her boobs, I remember I was standing on her friend's front lawn and I was whole, like, I had her, she like lifted up her shirt. She's like, fill them. <laughs> and there were people all around. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like yeah we're, we're proud of you man her we're dad was excited for boobs boobies done. yeah so like i feel i did feel bad like and i told her that i was like congrats on the girls can't wait to meet them um but like <laughs> it's too like it's too like I, I feel like i feel bad that trans people feel like they have to be in the shadows because i'm like i'm so proud of them it's such like a yeah. hard thing and I'm it starting to see the hard. other side of that. And I, I think you probably brought that more to me. I think you're way too sensitive. And I think you probably think I'm way too insensitive. <laughs> right? Is that fair? This is, this is why we are good together. Because yeah, I'm like, nope, not going to tolerate that. <laughs> well, and I'm like, and I'm like, you're, you're being too, too, you're, you're being too soft on this. Like, we yeah. both call each other out. Like, like you're, you're like today, like, I was like, we're going to do boundaries episode today. And you're like, I thought we were following a schedule. And I was yeah, like, Kendra, I was like, yeah. yeah, actually, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and then I was like, fine, we'll do it. Yes, today. I'm being impulsive. <laughs> <laughs> no, we will not do it tomorrow. We'll do it today. Well, I was like, oh I want God. a break next week. Um, yeah, we do but, need a break. 
Well, I'm let me know if you want to get so. high in any cemeteries because I'm down for just. Oh, chilling. it's the time of year, dude, and I just bought like a really nice sweater from uh, Old Navy that's two sizes too big, so I'm really loving it. Oh hell, I'm going there. I'm going there. <laughs> I wanted to tell you about my tarot reading. Oh yeah, no, but okay. I just want to finish the trans thing real quick. Just my thought Kay. on it because it's complicated. It's a comp, and I just want to say to all my trans people out there, um, I'm sorry that you feel like you have to hide, and I'm sorry people make you answer questions all the time. I know that I've been that person before in the past. I'll probably be that person in the future. I'm just saying I love you and I'm proud of you, and I don't mean anything by it. And the people that do can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. Tarot reading, go. Um, if you need resources on um, gender norms and non-binary and trans and all of that, a very good resource on Instagram and TikTok is Jeffrey Marsh. They are a wonderful person and I they are fair, very good at teaching. I think it's fair to like get information, but I think it's also fair to recognize that every person's different. Yes. The experience is not universal, but it is helpful. So. Yeah. They're, they're people, Terror that's reading. the point. They're yes. people are people. Trans they're rights people. are human rights. That's right. Say it. Speak it. Um, so, today, my friend Stacia is an extremely gifted person when it comes to being my friend, and I very much appreciate her. <laughs> what are you trying to say, huh? I'm saying <laughs> that she no compassion. She gives you much more attention than I do. Uh, no, because you give me plenty of attention about five hours a week. Thank you. That is more than anybody else. <laughs> but it's all concentrated. You want it spread out. You want an extra five hours spread out throughout no. the week. She was, she was in the same Mormon branch as me that wore us out from Mormonism. And we are going to have her on as a guest. Um, yeah, no, I'm she, excited. She's got lots of witchy stuff to talk about. So this is going to be like Ooh, around Halloween. Halloween. We're going to have her Good. as a guest. Yeah. But she um, is getting into tarot reading and um, she's really good at it actually for a beginner. And like, I, I've had my tarot read by her twice and every time it was pretty spot on. And you know, every time it's been about my mom. Um, and the first time I did it, I lost the paper that I wrote down all of the like interpretations of. And cause I, uh-huh. I like to make, I like to like keep it in my brain cause I have ADHD. I would forget it immediately. Right. So um, I think it was a sign that I lost the first time. So today as I was shuffling the cards, my intention was I cut off my mom. What's next? I cut off my mom. What about it? So she's reading the cards And every single card says that if you continue on your path, you will find stability. Mm. And if you go back on your path, you will find emptiness, uh, uh, unfulfilled um, dream, um, instability. Like everything about the card reading was like, you're doing the right thing. And if you make a decision to go back you're not going to get what you need and she did not know that what my question was and she Uh thought the question was should I cut off my mom and because she like has this intuition right she's like she's like I'm kind of thinking that these cards are all wrong I don't understand what's why why it's saying this and I said let me tell you the intention 
the intention was, I already cut off my mom, now what? And she's like, now all of these make sense. (laughs) So it was pretty cool. So um, I hope that we can do like maybe an in-person reading with her because Uh I think it would be cool to have her read your cards and her read my cards and see for the ghost episode. So. Well, I don't have a tarot reader, but I do have a Micaiah who sent me those texts that said, hey, I'm really <laughs> proud of you, Bob. You've been working your ass off, plus making the pod. Remember back in the days of COVID when you were kind of riding by the seat of your pants? <laughs> now you're the pick of the litter with jobs, plural, because you're a sociopath. I really think you're at a pivotal point in your life, and I dig having the best view of it. I love you, and I'm so happy to have you. So the cards are right and the Haslam's right. I think we are at a pivotal point and I think the path we're on is good. And like, it's a hard, it's like not, it's not like a smooth path. No. It's that made me tear up a little bit. What? Um, <laughs> that made me cry a little bit. <laughs> Everyone just wants us to get married. I know. Isn't Haslam, I'm so telling funny? you. No, I mean like, I was just kind of applying it to my life. Like, isn't it strange how validating words can be so powerful for us? Because like, it wasn't freely given before. I want to talk to you about how you have dreams and you feel like you are weeks in the dream. Oh my God. Tell me everything about that because we have time and I have a thought. Okay. So I don't even remember because my days are just so much together because I work all the time. And like, um, if I work early in the morning, I just come home and sleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so like my days are all fucked up. I don't know what days what. So I think it was after I hung out with Jake. Yes. And it was, I was, yeah, so it was Sunday. I got home from work at like 4.30 and I like had a shower and went, I don't even think I had a shower. I just went directly to sleep, which is so unlike me. I always have to shower because restaurants are gross. Mm -hmm. And, um. (laughs) That meme (laughs) that you posted about the health inspector getting distracted and laughing and then like that guy yeeting himself in the background. (laughs) Back of house cleaning up three weeks of work in five minutes. No, I can't tell you how many. Oh my God, how you been? How's the life? Oh my. Why, like, Jerry. behind the health inspectors running around. <laughs> and be like, oh my gosh, oh where my is God. that? Oh my. Oh, like, yeah, look at me. No, look at me. I gotta find it. Hold on. One Seriously, in the salon industry, if you can keep Jerry talking long enough, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck about what you're doing. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I'm thinking about the health inspector in Summit County. He's a <laughs> cute little boy. And um, I'm sure he's learning now. So I'm not going to put him too on blast. But I was like one of his like third jobs. And I had him up in my office for like an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We passed with flying colors. <laughs> What's actually, up, bro? Come in here. Actually, we got a dig and you want to know what it was? What? My food handler's permit was expired and I was the general manager. Oh, my God. <laughs> Only by like two months. <laughs> oh, you're like, oh, <gasps> fuck. Thank you for reminding me. My license renewal is due tomorrow. I'm Shit, opening a new window. I fucking I hate doing renewals, dude. They suck so bad. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. So <laughs> Sunday night, I got off at like 4:35, um, and then I went to sleep for like 12 hours. So because I had to be up at like I had to be to work by six, so I had to be up by five at least. So I think I yeah. set my alarm clock for like 4:30, but I went for, to sleep for like 12 hours. So um, <laughs> I. Oh, no, I didn't have to be work till 11. 
So anyways, 12 hours of sleep is the point. Sorry, I'm being Kendra over here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, eighth grade. I lived on 4th West Wait, no, in Monroe. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, that's not right. Anyways, the house isn't even involved with the story, but the point is... <laughs> point is 12 hours okay okay so the whole time um and like i wasn't i didn't sleep 12 hours straight like i would be wake i'd wake up and then i'd make myself go back to sleep because i was having it was funny too because scott and i were talking like right before i went to bed Mm -hmm. and he said that he had he has nightmares all the time and i'm like i don't have like scary dreams i just have dreams that are like nightmarish like (laughs) i'm packing from my mom's house or whatever yeah so anyways um I slept like uh, like I was trying to sleep like so I'd wake up for like five minutes go back to sleep right I was having dreams and my mom was in every single one of them I I don't remember them now but the next Mm -hmm. morning I remembered them all Mm -hmm. and it felt like I had been walking for 12 days like for for a whole week and Mm -hmm. I walked into work and I was like I feel like I've been here for a week like I literally like I was like I don't even know if I can remember how to do my job Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been here for that long because I had this like just at just con- it could, like continuous 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 dream where it's just like it was like this conversation you're having with your mom via text where it's like nothing's getting resolved mm-hmm. and I'm just like exhausted and days and weeks and months and years are going by and nothing's getting resolved and it's like oh well this is my life yeah <laughs> is that your theory is this my life no I have a theory about my mom why my mom is not feeling well why because of TikTok. Here does we she, go. Does she watch a lot of TikTok? <laughs> a few weeks ago, I stumbled across a TikTok that said, if people are using your energy without your permission, and they can, yeah. if they have any connection to you, or if they have a picture of you, or if they have, you know, there's em- energy vampires are real. They Colin can be Robinson. using. You're being a yeah. real Colin Robinson. <laughs> Best show they, on TV, by the way. What we do in the shadows. Watch so it. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can reclaim your energy. And so she, she says the line. And so the first time I try it, I my voice cracks because it's not something that you're used to doing. If you're used to giving yourself away all the time, Uh um, you say, I reclaim my energy from those who are using it without my permission. I reclaim my energy from those who are using it without my permission. I reclaim my energy from those who are using it without my permission. Yeah. Did you hear that mom? Yeah, Yeah. you did. (laughs) She she heard it right now. Um, And so the days after doing this, people who I suspected who have been using me for my energy contacted me like, what's up? And I'm like, aha, I see you using my energy. I see that. Uh, my mom's been sick. Wonder why. Maybe she doesn't have anybody that's giving her energy anymore. Um, but in the same breath. The son's like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Even this, in the same breath, I've had so much more energy to complete the things that I want to complete oh, and to so be present not, in like, my life. She's not being a succubus. She's not succubusing on you anymore. Right. Ooh. And so every so often, like, I feel like it's probably every other day I say the same thing. I reclaim my energy from those who are using it without my permission. I reclaim my energy from those who are using it without my permission. I'm going to stand up, sit up straight when I say that. I reclaim my energy from those who are using it without my permission. There. How do you feel? Just notice that in the next few days. I I really hope that if you ever have dreams like that again, Uh 
that when you wake up, you can just reclaim your energy and not be sucked dry by the people in your family because they know how to connect to you. Here's the hard thing. I wake up from a dream like that and then I go to a job that I fucking hate. Yeah, and you can reclaim your energy there too. <laughs> no, I know, I know that. I'm about to because I'm about to walk out the fucking door. Yes. Um, but it's also like I'm putting myself in situations like <laughs> even giving my mom my energy, and like I don't know if I mentioned this in one of the episodes, but I w- keep pushing her. Even I think I, I think even wrote her an email the other day. Cause I'm like, are you going to, are you going to apologize to us to, in front of, to op in front of us mm-hmm. for what you said about her? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we talked and I told her that her Mm-mm. words have weight and I'm like, you need to apologize. And she's like, she like wouldn't, she like refused. <laughs> and I'm like, she's like, we all need to focus on our own relationships. I'm like, I agree with you. But since you stated that in front of us, you need to clear it up in front of us. Yes. I'm like, you are our mother. Clear it up now. I'm like, if you mm-hmm. want any of my respect, like, clear it up. Apologize. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't checked my spam. I don't know if she's responded. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Same. My mom's definitely in my spam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Carolyn. I'm uh, Bobby's and Aubrey's mom. Tell her that I, I need to talk to her. No. I don't even know. She doesn't. The thing is, she doesn't get the shame in that statement. No. No. Like, she doesn't even know you. And like I, we we obviously are close. We have a podcast, but you're not one. Of, you're not my closest friend. I know. I was a little sad about it, but <laughs> well, again, I'm, I'm speaking reality here. We give up. each other five hours of each other's energy, so I'm well. No, not like mad. I love you a lot. Like you're you're quickly. I love like, you a lot too. You're quickly rising in the ranks, but the reality situation is we've only been hanging out for like the past nine months. You know. Yeah. Like, and most I, of it's been not in person. <laughs> not in person, and really like. Not that I'm not saying I don't enjoy our time with us together, but our time together is hard. Yes, it is. And so, I, I see it. And I, I'm not hurt. <laughs> no, I know that. I'm not uh-huh. even saying that. I'm not like, I'm not even saying like, I'm not I'm just, I, th- I love you. I think you're great. I'm just saying like, it's why I keep saying, Hey, if you want to get high in the cemetery by your house, like <laughs> this is where I'm at. I'm ready to take our relationship to the next <laughs> to level the next where level. it's not hard. It's also fun. <laughs> no, I know that. I know. It's, I, I get it. But what I'm saying is like, I obviously like I'm saying I love you obviously because I'm like giving you this hard energy like time yes you know I feel like we're making something good here obviously but um yeah. oh I know we're 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 married at this point we're married yeah well <laughs> my mom just because she knows so little about me thinks just because we're <laughs> yeah. podcast partners you must yeah. be my best friend in the whole wide world yeah I was like no <laughs> yeah <laughs> not it's like, doing that <laughs> <laughs> and by the way total best friend move to be like I'm not fucking talking to you (laughs) you can stay in there (laughs) um i also wanted to say something about when i was high and last time i said this i kept saying i reclaim my body back (laughs) and i thought that it was like uh a mistake because i was too far gone Uh but then i thought maybe I'm saying it as a mistake because it's what I actually need. Like maybe my body is telling me what I need. And so uh-huh. one day, so that I, I embraced the idea. I'm standing in the shower. I embraced the idea. I said, I reclaim my body back from those who are using it without my, my permission. Mm-hmm. May their dicks remain soft when they think <laughs> of me. And I was like, I said it a few times and I was just, I will tell you, like, I have felt more connected to my body since then. And I've been a lot more sensual, which is a problem. 
Oh, you're gonna have another baby. No, I'm not gonna have another baby, but I'm having a lot of sex, which is great. Oh, I love that. I know you um, need to reclaim your body. I reclaimed my body by losing my goddamn mind on the first boy I ever kissed the other the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about this? No, please. Okay, so one of our listeners, hey Janice, I love you. Um, so like. Th- Three or four years after I kissed this boy, she and I worked together every single day at the same restaurant, and we became, like, best friends for the summer. Yes. And I still, like, think of her fondly, right? We, like, talk. We catch up every once in a while, but we're certainly not, like, texting or, like, seeing each other. We're not, like – but we we always hold that summer being best friends. Like, it's important to us. So <laughs> that summer, she was hooking up with him. Mm-hmm. And he was pulling the same fucking bullshit. I talked about him before how he was, like – he's, like – we're just friends and I'm sorry and I don't want to ruin our friendship. And Oh, yeah. So I saw that on one of the episodes and Janisa hits me up. She's like, yo, just so you know, that dumbass fucking boy you were talking about. Mm-hmm. She's like, you know, the one we both hooked up with. And I'm like, yeah. She's like, he pulled the same shit with one of our close friends in town. Like a few weeks before he got married to someone else. I re- oh, my God. I, I let it. St- I stewed for out of it for a few days. And then I ripped his asshole open. You did? Oh, I sent him pages of text. And he tried to like rebuttal me a couple times. And I'm like, no. I'm like, we both know what the fuck you're doing. I'm like, your poor goddamn wife. I'm like, your poor fucking marriage. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how could it stand a chance with you pulling this teenager high school bullshit? I'm like, grow up, dude. I'm like, you're in your 30s. And he like, I'm like, I'm like, obviously the reason why I'm even reaching out to you is because some part of me still loves the person that I used to love. Like just the boy that I loved. Yeah. I'm like, but you are a disgraceful person. Yeah. <laughs> Pulled the one out of the carol. I just looked at the word disgrace. I I used it. But I was you know just what's like, been a, a hot topic right now? Hot word. Disgrace. Disgrace. <laughs> Hashtag disgrace. Um, but I like seriously, like I sent him like a full page of text. He responded, looked like a half page. I sent him another full page. He responded with like a half page and then I responded with another full page and he didn't respond. <laughs> but I was just like, grow up and do better. That was like what I said. Mm-hmm. And he didn't respond to that. But I was just like, when I heard that he's still up to his same old bullshit. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he's the cousin of the uh, rapist slash, slash sexual assault person. No from way. The, the story. Yeah. Listen, it's a, problem. it's a problem. These people are a problem. Yeah. And that's what I said too. I'm like disgusting and the this person's mom died when uh he was a kid i'm like we've all given you excuses right <laughs> I'm like but you've, i'm like you've pretty much had a cush life mm-hmm. and you are acting like an asshole and i'm like if someone needs to call you out and i'm like maybe since your mom's dead i'll do the mothering for her i'm like grow the fuck up stop treating women like shit so he's still doing this stuff he got married during the summer are you fucking kidding me so he did this like probably last winter Last winter, spring. I don't remember exactly. I don't want to look it up either. I don't. It was quite, quite, unlike soon, like a little bit before his wedding. Mm-hmm. He was telling this girl, who, by the way, is a respected member of the town. She's his peer, and she's one of she's one of our friends. She's one of our friends. All of us love her. So it's like, wow. why are you doing this to her? And she's like a single mom, <laughs> and. I was like, I, I'm like, it's one thing to do it when you're a teenager. It's one thing to do it to people who aren't your friends. I'm like, but you do not respect women. I'm like, you've made it very clear that you have no respect for women. Wow. 
You know, I'm a little jealous that people keep coming forward to you with all of these things because, like, nobody's come forward for Note Boy or Sufjan Stevens' kid or the guy that felt me up to, to a day before seeing his new fiance. Oh, my. Nobody's come forward maybe, with that. Now. Maybe it's because you, you have, like, an effect on the good boys and I only attract the bad boys. Maybe it's just because I'm so goddamn <laughs> scared of, like... <laughs> doing slander or some shit or being accountable for the things that I say on this podcast that I keep it too vague. But Well, it's funny because I feel like I was pretty vague with that fuck boy. I mean, she knew, of course, because we were like best friends. Oh, yeah. But, um, when she told me that, I like saw red. I was so pissed. I'm I was like, how is he still doing it? this? It's been 13 years and he's still... Yeah. And how is he still Grow getting us dumbass girls? Like how, <laughs> like how is he still getting us in his web? Well, that's what Janice said. I think she was like, I think we all thought he changed because he was mm. telling our friend that he was like, I, I love you. Like I want to be with you. Like this is da da da. And she's like, and then suddenly he's engaged to someone else from out of town. I'm like, yeah, story of my fucking life. She's like, dude, I know that. She's told that Gross. exact story. <laughs> Gross. Gross. Yeah, I'm out. I told him I, I told that to. I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry, but I'm getting more and more annoyed with the existence of these good old boys. Like, oh yeah, me too. They gotta Let's call go. Them out. Yeah, they <laughs> Let's gotta bring go. him out into the street. Speaking of people, I'm annoyed of. Uh, I'm gonna set this boundary right now. I'm so fucking sick and tired of anti-vaxxers. I can't even stand it. And I'm gonna. I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. And here's why. Um, the other day at work, we had some middle-aged white woman who was unmasked trouncing around with a shirt a tank top that had unvaccinated bedazzled across it (laughs) and she sits in my restaurant and i have to wait on her i have to be vaccinated to work there um if i even come in contact with someone with covid i have to take work off till i can get a clean test and i have to wear a mask to work all day why is this motherfucking cunt and don't edit me on that why is this motherfucking cunt allowed to walk around in my building I have no problem with motherfucking cunts. Those are not slurs. <laughs> like I, that's is one of the reasons why I'm quitting this job. Mm-hmm. And they asked us to leave in a review at the end of every shift. And I'm like, what kind of capitalist hellscape are you guys running here? <laughs> I'm serious. I'm like, why was she allowed to be in the building? Mm-hmm. I felt in danger <laughs> and it felt aggressive. It is aggressive. You know, on TikTok, they're calling themselves pure bloods. And that's psychotic. That's some that's some anti-Semite shit right there. That's some Nazi shit. Mm-hmm. And I also and Harry Potter shit also. <laughs> uh, I also saw uh, my friend share a meme that says, "We know the risks. Now let us live our lives." Well, but Kai I'm and I thinking were, we were discussing this because he's like, "Well, we're pro-choice, Bobby," and I'm like, "I am absolutely 100 pro-choice." And so she has the choice to not be vaccinated, and I feel like my company should have the choice not to allow vaccinated people in the building. If I have to be vaccinated, so should everyone else. When it's a pandemic, like, you know the risks. You are not vaccinated and you're high risk for people who are immunocompromised and children. Mm-hmm. Children you're, yeah, are, not she's con- like, are not vaccinated. Well, and she's from Florida. She, because it says Florida, something on the back. So you Good know, one. you know that she's like... I will not be, I will not co-parent with the government or whatever mm-hmm. and all this shit. But it's like, why would you put your kid's life in danger? Like, I honestly don't feel like I'm living in fear. I'm honestly just over it at this point. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I went to her table one time. Like, I'm like, I'm not fucking around with this. And everyone at work was pissed because we lose our livelihood. We can get sick. She's some rich bitch who can afford to stay in a five-star hotel on a 
fucking Tuesday. Right. You know, she doesn't have these. She has privilege. That's what she's got. Yes. (laughs) And I seriously had in my my head, I was like, I will not kill this woman. I will not kill this woman. Because Mm -hmm. if I, and that's the only thing that I have a problem with this job. If I, if I was anywhere else in life, I'd have been like, you're a fucking joke. Mm -hmm. Like, what's your point? Mm -hmm. And like, I am super pro-choice. Like, if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. But I think you also need to understand that everyone has a choice, even, um, companies and i wish they would make the right choice i'm tired of companies not making the right choice my like, uh brother's father-in-law got um exposed to covid by a guy who decided that even though he tested positive for covid he was still going to live his life and my my brother's father-in-law is immunocompromised mm-hmm. and does he cannot get coronavirus like he's done all of the steps to prevent it, yet he, this person who decided that it was not his responsibility to yeah. tell people that he was infected mm-hmm. and could infect others, he's just going to live his life and let everybody else deal with the consequences whether well, they live or not. And his choice is taking away other people's choice. Yes. Like if you're going to be sick with Corona, cool. Let me know right before you see me. Be like, yo, by the way, I got the COVID. You still want to come over? Even when I had symptoms, I'd be like, ah, I got a sore throat. I'm not going to come over. Or do you care? Yep. If you yep. don't care, whatever, I'll be there. You know? Yeah. It's probably I spent just time, allergies. I told my friend today, I'm coughing because I spent time in a dusty, moldy basement and smoked a lot of weed this week. Well, being a so, stoner has been hard for this during this pandemic. Yeah, because I'm like, I'm coughing. And I'm like, okay, let's think this through. I was having a coffee, coughing fit this morning. I'm like, I'm not sick. I just woke up and I'm a stoner. <laughs> <laughs> But like, um, it's, I feel like, cause like I'm all for autonomy. We talk about it all the time. Like do with what you want with your body, but you are taking away mine when you trounce around like that. It's and not the I, same. I, yeah. It's, and like, and they're like, these are the people that are like pro-choice, like, you know, or, uh, pro-life, but it's like only for the fetus. Like you're sending kids into the fucking danger zone. Yep. And then I read something today about a guy who slipped in his house and like broke his hip and he was older and it took for him forever to get admitted into the IC into a hospital because mm-hmm. everyone, it was all the hospitals were full. Yes. And he like drove around New Mexico for like six hours looking for a hospital. Finally got into one. He was in a bed. They were, he was only supposed to be there for like two days. He caught um, an amo- pneumonia, uh, which would have been just easy had they had the resources. Yes. And it's just this long ass story about how he had a simple little thing. Yes. But no one could help him because the doctors were straight up like, we're exhausted and we don't care. Um, and also, we don't have the resources. Sorry. So her dad almost died <laughs> for something minor. People have died from heart attacks because they I go from, to 30 different hospitals and can't find help they need because it's, co- it's too close. One of my coworkers keeps having gallbladder attacks. And I know that it sounds stupid, but those it's can put not. you down. I mean, I got, I was really sick with my gallbladder Yeah, and it takes, you know, you, you have to call into work. You like ha- shit your pants and shit like that. <laughs> like it's serious. And he's like, he's like, I'm, I'm so much pain, but I can't get in because of COVID. Yep. And it's just like, I've had it. I'm just so fucking over it. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't want to be vaccinated, go find your own little community, <laughs> start <laughs> your own little land. Maybe Texas <laughs> should just be its own state. Mm-hmm. But um, I I know that's a hard stance, a hard boundary. Um, sorry if this loses l- listeners for us, but I've goddamn had it, and I've goddamn have it had it with all these people who listen to Joe Rogan. He's a meathead, okay? <laughs> like, don't send me Joe Rogan thinks 
something's cool <laughs> memes okay joe rogan mm. sp- speaks all the time about what an idiot he is on his own show but you guys refuse to listen to him because he's saying what you want to hear mm-hmm. and because he's a celebrity you think he mm-hmm. it's something <laughs> you know what i mean like he has just, the privilege he has the privilege to be wrong because he has well he says let's see he literally he, he doesn't understand the weight of his words just like my mom doesn't he doesn't mm-hmm. understand that there's a bunch. Of, he has a bunch of fucking idiot disciples out there. He just thinks he's having fun with his guy friends and like learning stuff and like, oh, it's cool. I can have these people that have interesting things to say in my podcast. He's out of touch. Yes. <laughs> he also doesn't understand who's listening to his show and how dumb and unable to critical think they are because they went to a shitty school growing up or whatever. Well, like, you really. <clears throat> I've been trying to be introspective on what I'm saying because I know that it's going to a lot of people. I really right. do try to get it right. Um, I really do feel like we're on the right side of this. I mean, again, again. Okay. Uh, there was also this, this happened like, okay. This I happened like a week ago. Three more oh. minutes. It's okay. okay. <laughs> this happened a week ago. Um, I was waiting it was my last table of the day and I was, it was just a single lady. We were having a good time. You know, I'm a good, I'm good at my job <laughs> and mm-hmm. the guests fucking love me. And I come back to bring her or I come back to like give her more coffee or something. And she's crying. Mm. And I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, that guy over that table there over there just announced that he has coronavirus. <laughs> and I go, what? And she goes, I'm in the medical field. She's like, I live in Florida. She's like, I can't get it. Mm. and i was like first of all why what are all these floridans doing in my fucking restaurant second of all (laughs) (laughs) Um, and and i was like oh my god oh my god i'm like let me move you Mm -hmm. and she's like she's like she's like it's probably already touched my food and i'm like let's move you and then i was like do you want me to get you some new food she's like i've already eaten it she's like it's already happened Mm. and i was like okay and she's like i have anxiety like and i'm like i get it so like i talked her down she was crying like i i knew I, i talked her down oh my god and she goes, she was like, Bobby, she's like, he didn't even come in and say, hey, I have the Corona. She's like, he was, took his mask off and started drinking his water. And the guy that he was having lunch with goes, you don't look very good. And he goes, yeah, my daughter has coronavirus. I think I got it from her. I have a fever. He didn't even announce it. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and the guy was like, well, the other guy was like, why are you here? <laughs> and then another lady joined them. And he's like, he has coronavirus. And she's like, why are you here? Like, it's like offensive to me when people Mm -hmm. don't let me know when they have it. Mm -hmm. And then to have it just blaze across your shirt unvaccinated. Well, then get the fuck Mm -hmm. out of my restaurant. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is why you're getting the fuck out of that restaurant. Because you're like, For real. Like, I've had it. I've fucking had Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Like, I'm so over people who think they can just act so entitled. And it's so much worse than a five-star hotel. So where are you going for your vacation? I'm not going anywhere for my vacation. I can't go on a vacation. <laughs> Getting a different job well, for a vacation. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> We're just taking time Damn. off. I'm probably I need to go down and get my oil changed. But my grandma called me today and asked me for my address, and I was so she could send me my insurance card. And I'm like, I'll just pick it up when I calm down. And she's absolutely like, oh, yeah. like I was just like I had like the worst feeling, and maybe it's just mm-hmm. because I'm in a bad mood. But I was just like I don't know. <laughs> no, nope. like, I don't know. Follow that. Follow that intuition. It's not wrong. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, nah. We should get P.O. boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We need to. I want fan mail. Um, yeah. <laughs> what else we got on oh, mail? Man. That's it. That's it, girl. Well, if we have I more, mean, we'll do a part three. Okay. So let's uh, let's wrap up just to give some tips so we're not so scattered. Yeah. What What's the hardest thing for you? What has been the hardest thing for you setting boundaries? The hardest thing for me is that I have been trained, raised to not respect myself enough to keep the boundaries I set. I loved the tarot reading today because it kind of gave me an idea of if, I mean, it's a tarot, right? It's not like a fortune right. reading or anything, but well, if, it's, it not, is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought how you compared it to a fortune reading, which is kind of the exact same thing. <laughs> it's, it's not like it's a, it's a vision of what's actually going to happen, but what could happen is that instability and it's been what I've experiencing this whole time every time I go back on my boundaries or let a little bit more in I don't respect myself enough so if you're going to set boundaries please write down why you're setting the boundaries and if you need a reminder for why you deserve to be treated with respect go back to that um yes the hardest thing for me was Realizing that I needed to set boundaries. Um, mm. Because <laughs> no one on the planet makes me feel suicidal like my family does. Oh, even- that's the... Re- I Sorry, I, f- I forgot. The reason why I s- did no contact today is because I was had suicide ideation. And I thought, right. this is directly cor- cor- correlated. Sorry to interrupt you, but it's no, true. Right. I never you're do right. that to you, so... You're right. <laughs> you're right no but like even today when i'm feeling better so mm-hmm. like we recycle all of our glass and there was a broken like it was very sharded um and i looked at it and i imagined myself slamming my wrist onto it and just ending it god and it's like i was in the back alone i could have done that real quick gone and sat in the back and just sat there for 15 minutes and bled out and so it's like what if i'm still thinking these i mean like i just had that thought like i just shared that thought with you obviously i had it right yeah so it's like when I was a kid, though, that was my life every, t- every, all, all, all 24 seven. Okay. Yep. Yep. Like if I, I knew where all the knives were in the house, I knew, I knew certain things. I had certain ideas, I had certain strategies and I was constantly thinking about it. Yep. And the reason why it scares me that I had that, I could do it impulsively and immediately regret it thing with the yeah. slamming my wrist down on the glass <laughs> is that that's as quickly as the thought came. Yeah. It wasn't that I was having, I, that's just, I was just like, I should just slam my wrist down on that and kill myself right. <laughs> at work, which is crazy. And again, I'm having not even really that bad of a day, <laughs> but I'm saying like, this is what suicidal ideation is. That's just, I mean, this is what it is. This is what being suicidal yeah. is all about. Yep. And it's like, and back when I was a kid and into my twenties and I always felt like this and I just felt like I deserved to feel like this, like, well, this is my family and I know that they make me feel this way, but they're my family and. I can't, you know, I can't like, it's bad to shut them out. Uh-huh. And, and I am a kid. Like, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I wish I was dead. I wish I was dead. I'm going to kill myself. Uh, da, 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 you know? yep. Like, and now I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't feel this way very often. <laughs> I hate feeling this way. And I need, so I guess I need to put the walls back up and be like, okay, you guys are out again. Like, I can't, I can't deal with it. Yep. It's for self-preservation. Yeah. But like realizing that 
I didn't deserve to be, I didn't deserve to feel like shit just to be in other, someone else's life just because someone else. Okay. I don't deserve to feel like shit just because someone else wants me in their life. That's yeah. what I mean. Yep. And it took me a long time to figure that out. So I have no problem being like, nah, <laughs> you know, exactly. Another thing I'm that's glad. hard is those, uh, setting the boundaries and staying firm in them. And the no contact thing with the no contact thing. Like you can't be wishy-washy on that. And like I said, I've done it and it's not a good idea. Yep. So it's the wrong idea. Um, any other advice you got for these lovely ladies and gentlemen and theys that then and, and ladies. ladies. Yep. Uh, we love you. And thank you for supporting the podcast, writing in, asking us questions. Mm-hmm. We believe in you. It's yeah. hard. And it's cool that you believe in us too, because you just haven't even asking us questions and it's validating in a weird sort of way. A lot of people have used the word validating to know that other people are kind of walking. We're walking the same path. So just be kind to each other. Kindness. All right. Well, you got to go to work and I got to go to a bonfire. Do we say these things? In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.